fine friends Ed and Sean. Believe it, fill your ear holes for the love and laughter and joy. You know what time it is. It's time for Geeksters. And welcome to episode 451 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. Namaste. I am your host, Sean. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm trying the calm, calm voice, Ed. The calm voice. The calm voice. I'm not, I'm trying. I we have not seen it. Well, we've seen each other, but we haven't done the show in two weeks. And uh, I've had a rough day at work. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to be like no center, center <laughs> in with the good air, out with the bad air. <sighs> I just don't like people. Right. <laughs> Pandemic wasn't long enough. <laughs> just, you know, I oh, unbelievable, Ed. I just don't like people. Okay. Um, but I'm glad I'm here. I get to mellow out, chill in the relative silence because sometimes being at work, too much ambient noise goes around me, and all I want to do is nothing. Okay. Like some, I mean, every once in a while, Stacy feels the same way because she works in the same mall. And like a couple weeks ago, I looked there. I was like, "Look, I love you with all my heart, and I'm glad you know you're the best thing that ever happened to me." But I don't want to talk to you for the rest of the night. <laughs> I can't if I hear your voice. I'm going to be angry, not because of anything you've done. It's just because I've had nothing but people talk at me, over me, the noise from the mall. I'm like, I just want quiet. Right. And she would go. I'm okay with that. I love you too, but I if you I will punch you if you say a word. <laughs> like okay, yeah. <laughs> we have that kind of open relationship where I can look at her dead in her face and go, "Baby, I love you, but I can't, I can't deal with you tonight because I've I'm overstimulated from work." And she says the same thing about me, and it's like okay, fine. She'll scroll TikTok. I'll put my headphones on. I'll play some video games. We did that last night for like hour and a half two hours I don't even think we talked to each other those two those two hours (laughs) sat in the same room (laughs) sat in the same room I was playing um, I bought um, Metal Gear Solid 5 the Phantom Pain the Definitive Edition right because it was on sale for like eight bucks and I'm like "Ah, you know what I never played it I like Metal Gear Mm -hmm. Um, I was just read an article about it and I'm like you know what fuck it I got eight bucks you know and so I was playing the Ground Zeroes part like the prequel part of the game right and after i got done that it was like okay i'm kind of tired stacy was already half asleep and she's like you know all right she's like i haven't talked to you in like two hours i'm like i whoops (laughs) (laughs) i'm okay with that like i i'm sorry you know i I can't help it you know but it was a nice two hours wasn't it (laughs) you got to sit scroll tiktok love on the dog i got to play video games and my headphones he was quiet in the room he was fine (laughs) you're fine light was off the whole time so even at like 8 30 at night where i'm like god i'm so fucking tired what time is it nine o'clock get the fuck out of here i gotta do something (laughs) 
So, Ed, how was your week? I mean, or your last couple weeks? Last couple weeks? Well, I mean, it was pretty busy, um, I think. I don't know. <laughs> oh, what did you do? Did you go and see any movies? Well, I did. I, I feel like I'm just kind of saying, did, what? <laughs> did you go to the movies? Did you see anything on TV? <laughs> did you I buy did. anything? <laughs> I, I did. I, I, I did all the all the above. Um, I went and saw Love and Thunder, Thor Love and Thunder, um, when it opened on that weekend, whatever it was, last okay. weekend, you know. Okay. Um, good movie. I recommend it. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I have not seen it. Excuse me. I don't think it propels anything further in life. You know, well, like, it's it's funny. Um, Stacey and I were just talking about that because we're talking about we. I have TikTok and we're watching this guy who's never seen the Harry Potter movies, so he's ex- experienced the Harry Potter movies from like the get go, and he's a very flamboyant guy. And he's like, oh my god, like, and he's hysterical, and mm-hmm. it's funny watching him, and you're getting that joy watching him. Today he posted the fact that he's not watching the other two movies because it was spoiled for him. Like some five people on his TikTok, like in the comment section, spoiled the movie for him. So he's like, "I'm I'm kind of done with this." Sorry, he's like, I, "I'm what's the point of watching it?" Because you're gonna be like, "Yeah, I knew that. Oh, it's so bad." Like you're not gonna get a reaction out of me because I already know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And that spawned Stacey and I to have a conversation about like. I feel kind of bad for the person because there's sometimes I wish I could experience things again for the first time, like, mostly video games. Like, um, I wish I could play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order again for the first time because it was such a good game. Mm. Now, going back, I'm like, yeah, I've done this before. It's not that big of a deal. Like, there's emotional, like, if uh, Endgame or Infinity War, like, those moments where those movie moments where you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Mm. You kind of it lessens because you've already seen it, and seeing it through another person's eyes sometimes is, is like reliving it. Right. So it pissed me off that I felt not that I felt robbed. I felt that this person, I felt bad. Like five people kind of just fucked up his whole like his shtick and like messed with his head, his enjoyment. Excuse me, drinking ice soda today. I, I apologize, <laughs> folks. I mean, remember when I you know when we go to go see the Force Awakens? I knew. The spoiler going in because mm. I saw it on the internet and I was pissed when it happened because I was like, I got, I got robbed. My emotions got robbed. As goofy as it sounds, but you know, it wasn't until like the second or second time I started, I allowed myself to be like, okay, here it comes. Oh, the bastard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that moment. I mean, like, like, cause you told me, like, cause you didn't want to tell me at first, but then you told right. me, and it's it, like for me, spoilers doesn't bother me because, like, I still get that emotional, right? You know, like release. I guess you could okay. say, you know, when it happens, because like when that happened, in in, uh, it's it's just sort of sway down. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's okay. I don't need to hear myself. I can hear myself. myself. Like, okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, as I was saying. Uh, so when that happened, like it still crushed me. I mean, you I was know, I was like, crushed, but I was also pissed. I was like, "Motherfucker!" I wanted to. My emotions, I felt, should have been more of like a no instead of a motherfucker. Goddamn! I wish it was a spoil. Like, I got angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it is kind of a dick move. Like 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 if I don't know, it's great. If I do know, it's like, well, I still want to take the journey. Like I still right. I still want to be there for it, even though somebody beat me to the punch of the emotional you know, release that you're going to have to deal with. And it's just like, I still have it. So it's not, it's not like, it's like, you know, like, Oh God, I'm going to have deeper emotions now because right. You know, Han got whacked. Yeah. And you're going, and you're going, 
I, I don't think I could get any sadder than I was because it's, right. it's like it's that right. time moment. It's like he's good, right? He's really good because you're like, oh, it's just the flesh wheel; he'll survive. And then he falls. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you come back to that. It was like, no, it's lightsaber. It's part of quarterize. You buy, you can probably be fine. And all of a sudden, they push your mom. You're like, oh no, he's gone. Shit! It was like it was like just in case you thought, you know, we all saw Luke lose a hand. You're like, oh, he'll be fine. Oh, I guess not. We'll, we'll give him like an automated stomach or something. Nope. Yeah, he's not coming back from that one. <laughs> why, why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why I bring that up is because Stacy and I noticed we have yet to see Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, right. but we haven't really seen any spoilers online. Like, at this point now, somebody would be like, oh, this, 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 or I've noticed like, oh, well, Natalie Portman didn't know that ending was going to come like the bumper and it's like well okay I don't need to know what that is because I don't care but it didn't seem to bring any like dun 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 moments mm-hmm. like the way Doctor Strange 2 would have been like if they posted the Illuminati on online before I went to see the movie I probably would have been bummed not mm-hmm. like oh my god I'm so mad it ruined the entire movie for me because I knew it was just going to be a scene Right. I knew the Illuminati were going to be in it for me, is like, I don't know who's going to be in it. That was the exciting part for me. So if I saw a photo of it, I would have been like, son of a bitch. Like, you know, even though in my head I kind of knew who was going to be in it, but you never knew. Like, I, you know. Right, I say, because, like, you kind of knew it was happening in the trailer. Right. So it wasn't that big a surprise. It was who was in that group. Right. That you're going, oh my God. Like, right. I can't believe they pulled that off. Right. You know? So, like, Love and Thunder, like, it's like, I haven't seen any. Spoilers. Like, I feel like this is one of those movies. It's like a, I don't want to say filler episode, but it just seemed to be. It like, is. All right. Just, it is. Just, I mean, that's basically. I could say this though, the performances of some of these actors. I heard Christian Bell was really good. Yes, I mean that was that of the, he him being in that like really amped up. Right. It's two things. One, he gets to be a bad guy, and two, he gets to use his real voice. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's, and, it, and it's so creepy at times. Right. It really is like 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 he should do horror. Like mm. Christian Bale should be doing more horror movies because he was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, he's brilliant in American Psycho. <laughs> he, I, no, no, far really? superior. Oh, I can't to wait to see American Psycho. His performances because it's funny how like the good side was one way and the evil side was another way. Right, and you're going and how they just kind of like. At the end, like, kind right. of, like, fight it out, okay? You know, and then and then there was there were some other actors that I'm like, wait, I'm like, who's that? I'm like, that can't be who it. I think it right, is. I know Russell Crowe didn't. That took me a minute to go. Like, That's Russell Crowe, Zeus. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> like, ooh, he became a portly actor. <laughs> Oliver Platt's going. He took my look. <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing because it's just like I'm like it because at first I'm thinking that can't be him. That's right. Crowd, and I'm like, oh my god, it is. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Give me more jelly donuts. <laughs> he does his accent. That just you just you're just going. <laughs> apparently, apparently, he, I saw an article where, and I didn't bring it because I didn't think it was important enough. But since we're having the conversation, um, he had to do every part twice because Taika Waititi wasn't sure what accent he wanted him to use because he had two different accents. Yeah. And he went obviously with the one that's in the film but he had to do everything twice because up until editing he didn't know what accent he wanted him to use. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a choice and that was an approved choice so I don't know. (laughs) I have to say it's it's a performance you have to watch. Okay. Um, It's a bad performance it's just you're just like going 
Uh oh. <laughs> okay, no, I have I have a question. This is semi spoiler. I don't want you to completely ruin it for me. Uh-huh. Having known the reason why she is Lady Thor, that's uh-huh. quite, I believe it. Um, is that the same thing in the movie? Or do you not know why she was Lady Thor in the comic book? I don't know why she was Lady Thor in the comic book. Okay, Ed. Um, spoilers, everybody! She had the big C. Okay, she <laughs> and that... <laughs> and that being Thor kept her from the end of her big C run. See what I'm, she see was what, a cunt? No. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. The cancer, Ed. The cancer. Yes, the cancer. The, cancer. Yeah. the other big C. The other big C. <laughs> that in the comic books, she had cancer, and by being Lady Thor, she was able to be. I don't want. I don't want to say. Right. Okay. I really don't okay. want to say because right. I don't. I don't want to give anything away. Okay. That's yeah, fair enough. You have to see this movie for yourself. It's a good movie. I, okay. I enjoy it. I recommend I it. I appreciate your honesty, Ed. So. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. I don't. But you liked it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, it's it's definitely worth it. I appreciated it more, only because my nephew bought Stormbreaker right when we were in Disney. Right. And knowing this axe now more intimately, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was much more hilarious to me. Right. You know, I don't think any like like like. But I mean, I think the whole movie's good to you, you know, thing. But the whole Stormbreaker stuff. To me, was more funnier because you've had you've had your hands on it. <laughs> <And> exactly, <laughs> yes. Right, I think the the thing a little bit. You know, so you gotta. All right. So what um, else did you do? Uh, we saw another movie. Oh, what'd you get? What? I didn't get it. I had it. It was called uh-huh. Super. Oh, I. I this I, is uh, James Gunn written directed this movie. Uh huh. With Rain I Wilson, Liv Tyler. Um, did I own it? I'm not sure. It's a uh, Liv Tyler, Rain Wilson, um, Kevin uh, Bacon, Kevin Bacon. Um, what do you call it? Um, Nathan Fillion. Right, right. They're all in it. And Ellen and, Page. Okay, El- Elliot Page. Well, well it, yeah. In this movie, she's Ellen Page. Right. You know. it's before they changed everything over. Um, I just do remember seeing it. I remember Liv Tyler, Rain Wilson, or break up as a couple. He becomes. Uh, he deals with it by becoming a superhero. And try and I think Kevin Bacon is the new boyfriend. Yes. Right. And he goes out and tries. I don't know why he becomes a superhero. Or a snap he has or, to save. Her. Has, just, oh, he feels like he has to save. Save her, her right? Because she's she she was a drug addict. She was oh, an okay. alcoholic and drug addict. She goes to AA and, and and you know cleans herself up, goes into rehab, right. cleans herself up, goes to these meetings, and she becomes a waitress at this place where he's a shorter or a cook ring Wilson. Okay. So they deci- he decides to um they 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 talk and they you know they they, they, they hit it off right. relationship they get married and they've been married for a while and then all of a sudden like she just kind of goes back to being right, she falls off the wagon. Right. And and Kevin Pagan's kind of like the boyfriend dealer type right. thing. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, so right. You know, and then you know, and and so he tries to she's trying to make money in the in the drug trade and right. that kind of thing. So he becomes super, or actually, the Crimson Bolt is the name, right, of the right, right, right. And um, he goes to a comic book shop, which Ellen or Elliot Page, I guess, right, I, I yeah, yeah. Elliot Page would probably would be the appropriate term at this point. Which it was a she at the time, right? Or she's right, but now they she. identify themselves as a he. So you have to make sure. Everybody else has made the adjustment in their in on their IMDb page, some of their old stuff. So yes, yeah, so they are Elliot Page. Okay, 
Well, he uh, plays the comic books. I don't know if she, she he was the owner or if he he just worked there. So he, uh, Rain Wilson would go in and ask for some certain comics and all uh-huh. like because he wanted to do research as right, a right, right, right. comic book hero. And of course, they, the, the local news finds out you know like he's been doing stuff because he has the wrench that he you know it's the the crimson wrench and he hits people with it uh-huh. and uh, and basically like he just you know he's he's trying to I guess. Establish himself, so she becomes bolty, right? As a psychic, okay. She finds out that's him. That's them right there, right? Yeah. Okay. And I have to say, <laughs> look at anything like him. I have to say, his character, her character, his character, Elliot Page's character in uh-huh. this movie was so bizarre that it was just like you know because she was he would I can't see that's just, I'm so I'm just gonna go with Ellen Page I'm sorry I know it's Elliot Page <laughs> just say but Elliot just, but in this movie Elliot. it's Ellen Page and I'm just gonna stick with that for right now okay. I apologize to Elliot Page if she ever listens to this he, he ever listens to this <laughs> you are horrible oh would you like this, me this is would the, you like me is, I'm better at pronouns than you are yes. clearly uh, <laughs> that person uh-huh. there you go has uh the ending for him uh-huh. was unbelievable. Like how he, that character arc comes to an end. Okay, was just so like, oh my god! It's why James Gunn is James Gunn, right? Right? Why right. he does stuff, and you're going, holy smokes! That's where all the money went. In this movie. Gotcha. It was a flop, but I right, it wasn't. It. Yeah, but I mean, I think at James Gunn wasn't really. Wasn't until Guardians of the Galaxy that he was became a big name in Hollywood. At this point, he's still a trauma director, right? And it's probably even produced by trauma. Yeah, because uh, what do you call it? Was in it? Um, I think he's going to be in all his films. But I, I yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> What's his name? Shit, the guy who runs trauma. God damn it! I'm gonna uh, Kaufman. No. Right, 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 right. But here's the thing: is like, I mean, you could tell that he is he that. James Gunn, when he gets people in his camp, they stick with him because there is Nathan Fillion, who they've been friends with forever, Michael Rooker, <laughs> Sean Gunn, which is his brother, so he's yeah. in everything he does. Um, Linda Cardellini's in it. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I think I started watching her. Maybe uh, it was on my list of things, but it, it's not a... Um, Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman. Jesus it's not a... Um, this is prior to Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, this and is, I think this, this is, is like one of his first attempts. I think at film. I think this is is right around the same time he did Slither, the horror movie. Mm. You know, I think. But all right. But I mean, I recommend it. I mean, it was a low budget film, right? But I mean, it, for for what it was, it was pretty good. I have to okay. say, and it was it was definitely a watch. Sipon enjoyed it, which I. Th- Thought he wouldn't, but he, he did. He, <laughs> right. his, he goes, "That was a pretty good film, you know." Shit, I forgot to go to Walmart. I or Wawa today. <sighs> I'm sorry to throw you off, but um, there's a new drink I wanted him to try. <laughs> I was going to drop off. Uh, apparently, there's a. Um, remember, uh, there's a, a disc jockey named Marshmallow. He's yeah. A, okay. Well, he came up with a drink for Coca-Cola. Okay. It's a watermelon strawberry Coke. All right. I was like, I, I tried it because I was like, oh, I'm interested in it. And I wasn't, I, personally, I didn't think it was bad. But I'm like, I got to make sure I buy one on my way to Ed's on Sunday 
so I can get it for Dave. <laughs> so I forgot it, clearly. But if Dave, if you're listening to the show, you probably are. Go out and buy it. It's it's, it's a it's not it's like a like a it's like a can like the nitro Pepsi one, mm-hmm. um, except it's it's white and it has like marshmallow his face and the Coke thing. It's it's you know it's a collaboration. It's a collaboration. It, marshmallow and Coke did a collaboration and came up with uh, uh, soda. I'm like I would drink that on the regular, but I need a drink drink like this is what I'm holding a Mountain Dew Baja Blast, and it's what the 16 ouncer. Yeah. Yep. No, it's 24, 24 ounces. Uh, 24. 20, 20 ounces. 20, wow. 20 FL ounces. That's flavorful ounces. <laughs> it's fluid ounces. I know. I'm not stupid, all right? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> no. I, I will admit when I'm being dumb. But I knew <laughs> it's, you know, it's 20 fluid ounces. All right? Baja Blast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So what else you do? Uh, let's see. So, so those two movies. I did pick up a bunch of movies um, that I have to get because they you you, forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gave me a gift card. It's it by gave me a gift card. Right, right. So I ended up buying a bunch of movies. So let me just go run quick at them. Well, it's getting movies. I will uh, hum to you. <laughs> it's getting the movies. I'm drinking. The, I'm doing the do with the Baja Blast. It's Mountain Dew with a blast of natural and artificial tropical lime flavors. What? What? <laughs> All right. So, what you get, Ed? Uh, so I, I picked up a bunch of stuff from Amazon. This is a did movie. you did you take advantage of Amazon Prime? Of course not. Oh, I did. <laughs> I a, lot, a lot of people did, and I like the the two days. Like I didn't, I didn't like. I didn't look at the internet. Well, I got these before the Prime Day okay. happened, and then when Prime happened, I was like, I couldn't think of anything. And then, of course, after Prime man, <laughs> you think of everything. But it's like you oh, just couldn't man. go. Oh man, I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. <laughs> All right. So I bought a bunch of stuff. I like this movie for some reason. Bubble Boy? All Bubble right. Bubble Boy with... Uh, I should get my glasses on so I can see. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is Jake Gyllenhaal. Which one of his early films? One of his early films. We and my wife ran at this movie, and the, it's it's just bizarre, and it's funny at the same time. And it's, it's yeah, Bubble Boy's ought to find love. It's it's enjoyable. All right. Uh, then the, the all-star cast of the uh, movie Soap Dish. <laughs> I saw that. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> no sir. Everybody's got no sir. Favorite. Didn't like it. All right, and then this one I would never had in my collection. I love that movie, Detroit Rock City. Detroit, great movie. Great movie. So I was like, yeah, great I gotta- movie. Great soundtrack because it's about a bunch of kids. It's your typical kids trying to go see Kiss live in concert in the seventies. Phenomenal movie. <laughs> and then this one. I saw something. I, I've seen this movie a few times. I laugh every time I see it, uh-huh. and I'm like, I am surprised it's not in my collection. Okay, so I had I had to get it. National <laughs> it's loaded, loaded weapon one. one. Right, that was to me was a funny okay. movie. By the way, they're all on DVD. By the way, because <laughs> some of these some of these aren't on Blu-ray. By the way, right, okay. loaded weapons. And I don't think Detroit has a Blu-ray yet for. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I don't know. Whatever. Um, this one I know doesn't have. It's The Sting 2. It's a sequel to The Sting, which right. is not that good of a movie. <laughs> but I had to have it anyway. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm a big fan of One Night Rider. There was a four-movie collection that was on sale. Oh, uh, with the four movies, Ed. Uh, Great Balls of Fire, Mermaids, uh, The uh, Autumn in New York, and 1963, I think. I don't know my glasses on. 
1969. Nine. Okay. Yeah, 1969. That one's got a good cast, too. It's Robert Downey Jr., Kiefer Sutherland, Bruce Dern, Marriott Hartley, Winona Ryder. Yeah. Why well, do I get a feeling she might not be the lead character in that? <laughs> oh, no. She's a scene stiller. She's a young sister of a man, Robert Downey Jr., trying to stay one step ahead of the draft board during Vietnam in this gripping coming-of-age drama. Dun, 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 dun. All right. There you go. Well, and you finally, this is a movie that I've seen over and over again. It's a dumb movie, but I enjoy it highly. <laughs> it's, it's called Daryl. It's about a boy who be, they build a robot that's a boy, basically. Okay. And then it ends up in a family. Okay. And, they, you know, of course, the government sees oh, it. Ed, Ed, Ed's got the region-free one. I can tell by looking at the, the pig. Uh, what do you call it? This is from Europe. Yes. <laughs> you, can't, you can't find that in the U.S., really. Uh the only, I think, the only notable actor, probably that everybody knows, is uh, Michael McKeon, and he played Lenny from. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Lenny Squeaky. Well, you from, might uh, know him from This Is Spinal Tap. That's true. There's you know? Spinal Tap was another great film that he was in. Um, so that yeah, was, you're right. I don't recognize any name here, except maybe the music. Marvin Hamlish. <laughs> Marvin Hamlish. Whew. All right. Yeah, I don't. Whew. Exactly. His, he can't be kept a secret any longer. He's smart, nice, liked by all. Why is he targeted for destruction? Daryl, played by Beryl Everett, is, a kind, is the kind of boy any youngster would love to be like. And any mother would want, her, want as her son. He is a whiz at school, brilliant at computer games and sports, and even t- tidies his room to his foster parents... And he is the perfect kid. I don't know why they have a dash between foster and parents, but whatever. Uh, perhaps too perfect. What is Daryl's secret? Why can't he remember anything about his past? Yet the present. Yet in the present, he goes beyond even genius levels of intelligence. The shocking truth is revealed the day his real parents turn up and claim him as his perfect, ordinary life is threatened by the adults bent on his "quote unquote" destruction. Dun, dun. Ten. He's what, seven? Ten? Fifteen? Ten, I think it ten. is. Ten. Ten, he looks like he's ten. <laughs> you can't keep kept. It's ooh, very well. Very nice, Ed. Thank you. What does Daryl stand for? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's D period, A period, R period, Y period, L period. That ass rivals young lords. <laughs> Sean, you stupid. <laughs> All right, so what else? Um, I the only thing I, I, I you know what's sad is is I watched two documentaries, only one I remember. Um, the one was I, I talked about in the past because I've never seen it all the way through, and I finally did. It was called Grizzly Man. It's about a man who goes out to Alaska and lives amongst the grizzlies for years. And gets eaten by the grizzlies. Yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> so this this the thing is is that I the 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 documentarian is Warner Hitzog. Uh huh. I probably missed put right. his last name. He's a big documentarian. He yeah. also does some acting too. Yes. Yeah, he was in. He was in the first season of Mandalorian. He was the guy that. W- yeah, I want to see the baby. <laughs> that That's, That's the guy. guy. That's the guy. I want to see the baby. So every time I hear his voice, that's all I think. Of. Like, go ahead, say it. I want to see the baby. 
<laughs> I don't care. It's sleeping. I don't. I don't think it's even. I, I know it's German. I know he's German, but I I tend to want to make a more SS guy than. <laughs> I want to see the baby. So 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 I I mean just because there's one scene that really like that gives me the creeps because. Uh-huh. When he dies, he's the guy is filming his basically he's 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 hoping to turn everything he documents into like a series of some kind to you know uh, uh, put together and he loses at one point and he actually he, after all it's like they have him like basically cut him out and you see him just yelling on the screen and Warner goes I've seen this before with directors and actors and the actors are go you know going over crazy because they, they realize that their lives are you know <laughs> right oh you know uh, the, their characters are they don't think it's the right way of going their arc and blah 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 you know and it, it so they they just don't understand how the, how to get direction from the directors or something like that and that's what he was he's flipping out but at the end he gets he gets mauled by a bear and he had they have a camera now i don't know if there's any film of this but there is sound and they never play it on the documentary but he listens to it right and uh-huh. one of his like ex-girlfriends has it basically because he's the only like one of the last people <laughs> right to um i, I guess the cl- closest thing is well i mean his parents are still alive but the closest thing in that area is next to kin so she ends up getting most of his stuff and um so the so he listens to it, and you could hear him like going right, getting mauled and right, right. Yeah. but you could hear the reaction his him saying stuff because he's uh-huh. listening through earphones, and he goes, "If I was you, I would destroy that." You know, like, <laughs> if I was you, I would destroy that. <laughs> Bring, let me see the baby. <laughs> but I I recommend it if if you see it, it's it's on Pluto for free right now. If you're you know you can watch it online, um, but it's. It's 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 worth it. I just can't remember the other documentary. I also found that fascinating. I just can't remember what it was. <laughs> but but other than that, I think that is it. I'm trying to uh, trying to look up Daryl as you as we were talking to at the same time. All <laughs> right, I'm not coming up with any success here. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so what did you do this week or the last two weeks, sir? Um. Okay. Well, I have. Finished the boys. Okay. Have you? Yes, I did. What did you think? <laughs> um, I liked it. I, I did. I just, I just, I felt that that ending was so. How do I put it? Cheap. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, with what do you call it? With um, uh, Homelander and the, with the very end, end or a little of both. A, a little of both. A big reveal that happens. At one point in the in the series, what's the big reveal? Can I spoil it? Yeah, I go ahead. I, I mean, know. I don't see why not. I mean, it's over. It's been over I mean, like, for over a week now. Right. Yeah, I mean, sure. Weeks. That he was his uh, soldier boy was oh, his was father. father. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay. I mean, yeah, big deal. I I, I wouldn't. I wasn't when I when it came. I wasn't like. <gasps> I was like, oh, those sons of bitches. Because I'm so invested in the show. I'm like, those bastards. <laughs> I'm like, but all I, all I could think of was like, oh, Butcher's fucked. Because what if he decides to change his mind and be like, well, I wanted to be a dad and all that kind of shit, you know? But I'm like, all right. But it turns into, he turns into what was his father. Because there's a moment where Butcher and Soldier Boy are talking. And Soldier Boy talks about his, him, why he took the serum. Mm. And that what his father's reaction was to him taking the serum was 
you're pathetic, you're a loser, you cheated. A real man wouldn't have done that. He just would have enlisted, blah, blah, blah. You cheated right. kind of thing. And you're like, oh, man, like you go, wow, like that is completely. I mean, clearly he's supposed to be their version of Captain America. Mm-hmm. So, you know, his dad's not proud of him at all. He's a piece of shit father. So you're like, oh, now when he finds out that he's a dad, is he going to step up and be like, I love you, son. We can do this together. No. He, in fact, becomes his own father. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of shit. If I'd been around, you maybe you would have been a better person. Like I would, And you're like, wow. Like It kind of, it threw you a little bit because he kind of, it's, it's, first of all, it's, it's Dean. So you're like, he, he's... You, you get you get that moment. He's like, oh my god, he's gonna obviously butcher's upset because you're like, you never know. Like, is he gonna turn? Is he not gonna turn? Like, it because they're in not comic book territory mm. to be honest. Because even Black Noir isn't who Black Noir is in the comic book. Okay, all right. So I'm not gonna spoil anything in the comics, because, but there is a distinct difference between who Black Noir is in the comic book versus who he is in the show. Mm. So him being like. Well, I've never been a father. Maybe if I've been a... And I'm like, he basically just... He's his own dad. Like, he he wasn't better. He was a scumbag just... Well, he's always a scumbag. And he was also a racist, too, because if he... Remember when he started the Herogasm, who he started it with? Do you remember who he started it with? No. It was the um, Nazi girl that, oh, oh. that Homelander was banging. Right. You know, because... Because <laughs> she's... She, he's, which means, like, oh, so... He, and then you can kind of see little hints and when he talks to people how he talks to people you can kind of tell like oh he's a racist too (laughs) (laughs) oh he's not a good person but I I mean okay well that reveal fine I mean I I thought you were going to talk about like the last moment the last shot of the show of um, I'll be honest spoilers I really thought Maeve was dead so did I. I I honestly thought that Soldier Boy was dead too. So did I. I was like, oh, you sons of bitches. Like, I mean, I get you. You get, you know, you get Jensen for a season because now he's done with the boys. He does something. I mean, he's done with Supernatural. And the role of Soldier Boy is so completely far off from Dean. Like, you know, right. I mean, not the Dean. I mean, I can only imagine the joy he got the first time he said fuck on camera. Right. You know, or him in bed with the two old ladies. You know, <laughs> like they're bare ass naked, you know, and he's having sex with them. I'm going, he's got to be as an actor loving this because for 15 years, he had his hair had to be a certain way. Sammy, let's go. Like, you know, he had to be a certain person right. and this is really the first time he can be on camera not as dean winchester so i'm, I'm and he's kind of a douchebag and he's you know superhero I, I feel like he was able to kind of everyone loves playing the bad guy right you know and i feel like he got the opportunity to kind of be like oh i get to this is nice like but i thought he was gonna be like a one and donner but to see him being cart off and in a coma the winter soldier so to speak right. <laughs> i'm like Oh, that's good. Like I'm like, all right, all right. And then to see Maeve still alive, I was like, oh wow, okay. She said she's powerless, but I'm like, uh, all right, is she? Is she not? Like, who knows? But she leaves. But it's the the Homelander, excuse me, killing a guy in front of this crowd of people at the yeah, end. Yeah. And Ryan, the son, the look that Ryan has, you just go, oh shit. Like, yeah. he's going to be a problem. Right. 
But what's interesting is that scene itself is actually taken. Um, Eric Kripke, Kripke said basically they pulled that scene from a Trump statement, a Donald Trump statement. Donald Trump said that he could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and he probably wouldn't lose any voters. You know, right. and if you notice, Homelander landed, did this on Fifth Avenue, killed the guy right in front of a bunch of people, and no one batted an eye. In <laughs> fact, he got cheered for it <laughs> by what's her face's stepdad. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he doesn't. It's like he just doesn't want to see it. Right? Like what a what a human pile. And I'm like, I'm like, but what I liked about the show is it has this great ability to kind of hold America in, in a mirror. Like, hey, this is what you guys look like. Just, just want to say, this is what's going on right now, and this is how you guys look like fools. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's. It, I loved every every episode. I'm like, oh, so good. I want season four now, like tomorrow. <laughs> um, I also finished Ms. Marvel. Yes. I, I got no complaints. I really enjoyed that show. Uh, the only complaint I have is too short. They need a couple more episodes. Six episodes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems to be their, their shtick. Yeah, now. I, I, wish, I wish there was more to it, you know, like kind of thing. There's, there was, I think there was some stuff that could have been, you know, I thought I, I pulled out a little bit more. Episodes and, one through four, loved. Episode five, didn't like. I thought it was, like, it was only, an, it was an hour long, but it ended kind of funky with the explosion. And I'm like, I don't think I like that episode. Like, oh, don't tell me they're going to like shit the bed the last two episodes. But they redeemed themselves in the, in the very last episode. Mm. I thought that was really good. The little bumper at the end with her, you know, blipping out. And there's, spoilers, Captain Marvel. I was like, that's not that big of a deal. I was like, right. like you know, everyone. That's not really even a spoiler. Because you know she's going to be seen in the next Captain Marvel movie called The Marvels. It was yeah. like the world's worst kept secret. It's like... Uh, no. What I thought was interesting is them actually using the phrase mutation. Yeah. That was... Uh, people made, like, a really big deal about it. I'm like, all right, I think in the comic book she's technically an inhuman, you know, but they don't want to use inhuman, so it's like, <laughs> no, no, she's a mutant. We're going to make her a mutant. Like, oh, look what they did. They kind of... <laughs> well, I was just saying, like, 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 you, like the, the, the big thought was after they bought Fox is... How are they introducing the mutants in the MCU? I mean, that was the one thing they couldn't use because Fox blocked them in every right. every they turn. Had the word mutants on Locked lockdown, out. you know, and then you. This go is and- like fuck that. We're buying it. <laughs> we well, need to use mutants. Nope, nope. We own it. We got the lockdown. Hmm, how can we get around there? Psst. How much are they worth? <laughs> I got this crazy idea. Just, just listen. Hear me out. We need them so bad. We don't need everything. But if we get to buy them, we get to buy the word mutants, we can bring them in. But just, what else do they own? They own the Alien franchise. They own the Pre- the Predator franchise. They own the Simpsons. Now we own the Simpsons. <laughs> Anything on Fox Television's ours. I think we can get away with it. <laughs> we, could, we could totally take over the Star we could, Wars franchise we have, by owning the rights. We for the can have everything. Hold on. Uh, how much you guys want for it? <laughs> <laughs> That's all? Sure. Four billion dollars, I think it was. I don't know. Whatever it was. Chump change. Hold on for a second. Let me just... Yeah, I got that on me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then sign the check. Uh, thank you very much. Here's your money. Suckers! <laughs> just... 
<laughs> and it, you know, and then it's you know, and, and that I think mean, that was the first introduction, basically, of the word mutants in, right. our, in our in our DCU. So you're going, all right, you know, like sure, why, why not? not? You know, and I'm thinking that's not right, but whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at this, this point, point <clears throat> just go go along for the ride. I, I like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed that that whole series. Um, I know some people. I think she's fucking great. The kid, like, I, she's definitely like a nice injection of new blood new character i think it's her america chavez i liked both of them at introductions i'm like all right new well, kids on the block it was funny because i the some people i talk about with like marvel and all that have seen marvel stuff they've been afraid to kind of watch this show because i think of the culture and what it would have represented you know and you're, Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah exactly so you're kind of going all right, you know. Right, uh, right. so w- when people say that, I automatically go, "Oh, so you're a racist?" Well, I, because you know, I feel like if I mean, like you're way, not the way the way I'm portraying it is not how they're saying it. They're like they're like they, you get that you get that. Uh, I don't think that's really going to be my cup of tea. And I'm, right, I'm because like, you're a white person, and that's what you're used to. And the moment a little splash of color gets invited into something, you're like, I just don't think it's for me. Right, right, because you're a closet racist. Maybe not. Okay, racist might be pushing. Definitely a bigot. <laughs> you know, like, okay, like definitely because it's like, well, I don't think that that show is gonna be. I don't think it's gonna. Well, you're too scared to find out. Why are you? Why are you scared? You're scared of a 17 year old girl. Right. That's what it comes down. You're scared of a 17 year old Muslim girl from Jersey City. <laughs> Fictional Muslim teenager superhero from Jersey City. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so. I just don't, it's just not for me. I just don't think it's for me. Yeah. And that's just like, you know, I'm like, try it. Like, how, like how hard. Try, you might like it, Mikey. <laughs> Never it's know. It's not like they're asking you to kiss a dick. <laughs> it's watching a TV show. Watch it in the comfort of your own home. It's not like they're forcing it upon <laughs> you. No, no, if I watch it, I'm going to turn Muslim. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not thinking, like, like, really afraid, like, the TV's, like, gonna like, report oh on God. them. I, I, I'm watching it. I watched Fair one watch. episode, now I just realized I'm Pakistani. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Your identity style is not being threatened by a fucking teenage girl from Jersey City. Get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> you're in the grand scheme of things, guess what? You're not that important. <laughs> yeah. I, they're like, I'm, I'm. She's the only reason why I want to go see the Marvels now. <laughs> like I'm All like, right. sign me up. I think she's a, she's fresh and new, and I like that. You know, Carol Danvers. I'm like, yeah, right. You know, she's not even have my favorite outfit. She's got the you know the new fancy suit. I like the the black. Ones. I, <laughs> I, I know. I know. We're gonna let hate mail. I do have to say though, I did see Captain Marvel in California, and up close that suit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> which which the the new suit or the black the the the, the suit from the two movies? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. But you, yeah. But it was tight in the right spots. <laughs> yeah, but not Brie Larson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Work for me. <laughs> I definitely felt cosmic in places. <laughs> I stood there and marveled at the situation. 
<laughs> Good for you, Ed. <laughs> um, let's see. You know, I watched those. Um, okay, well, Stacy and I, we watched a documentary on Netflix called The Girl in the Picture. Okay. Um, you don't have to put that down. It's not that. It was, it was okay. Documentary. It's one of those true crime documentaries about a girl who was found dead on the side of the road. And then when they go, they, we thought her name's this. And people go, like, that's not her name. This is her name. And you find out that the man who she said was her husband was actually a guy who kidnapped her as a child and raised her as his daughter slash lover. <laughs> you know, wow. kind of. It was, it was, it was very very twisty turny kind of thing and I was like oh okay gotcha you know it was it was interesting but not like whoa <laughs> um, then Stacy and I did watch Bob, the Bob's Burger movie oh yeah because it's streaming now yeah um, we thought it was cute I, I clearly I need I needed to watch the show to understand some character dynamics okay um, especially when it came to the the people the landlords you know like uh, apparently I felt like it was very much a um, crusty clown, not crusty clown. Who's the who's the bad guy? Who's the clown in the jail wants to kill Bert Bart? Oh, that's Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob. Uh, clearly, there's a character in Bob's Burgers who's a woman who's in jail that the guy was having a relationship with. I'm a like. Am I making any sense? No. Okay. You have See, the, that's the thing. I've seen the show. Okay, you have, and, okay, you have the two show. landlords, right? The yeah. two brothers. Yeah. Okay, the one with the eye patch and one without the eye patch. Yeah, Mr. Fishhoder and Felix. Okay, Felix. Felix apparently has a, a girlfriend who's in jail. Yeah. I felt like the girlfriend in jail was an episode of Bob's Burgers that I obviously clearly didn't see. Yes. Okay, that's the thing. So, like, I'm watching this, this, this relationship between two people and I'm going, yeah, I mean, I guess that's something in the show. I wouldn't know because I don't watch the show. This is, the, this is my first real... Interaction like, with not like I would say yes and no. Like I've seen Bob's Burgers, but I don't watch it religiously enough to know that Felix has got an inmate for a girlfriend. Yeah, you know. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's a thing. Like it'd be like watching watching um, the Simpsons and seeing Sideshow Bob walk through for a scene or two, and you're going, oh, I guess he's somebody. Right. Like, you know, that's kind of how I thought about it. But I overall, without that part. I thought, I mean, I laughed a bunch of times. I, you know, I thought the, I like puns, so there's <laughs> <laughs> some good puns. You know, I, I, I enjoyed myself. Stacy laughed a couple times. Like, she, she's like, who's, she, who has never seen any show of Bob's Burgers, she thought it was a good movie. She enjoyed herself. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I mean, and that doesn't mean we're going to be, hey, Ed, tomorrow, tomorrow we're, we're binge watching the seasons. I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, uh, I say like like the first season to me was dry. Like like you you know it's, there's humor to it, right? But it's it's that humor you have to understand. And if you if you're used to like because it went between basically between Simpsons and Family Guy, Family Guy. Uh-huh. So you're going, wow, what a what a spot to put that in. That was a tough that was a tough watch basically. But it was, gotcha. it's filler because you go, right. well, I'm going to watch Simpsons and I'm going to watch Family Guy. But I don't want to turn my channel off for a half hour. Yeah, right. Like right. It's just, you're just <laughs> I'll just, scroll my phone. I'll just flow through this and you right. know, do other things, but I'll half watch it. And the first season was like, it's very subtle humor and it's very thing. And then they got into more musical aspects. There's right. almost a song in every episode. Right, right, right. There's some kind of singing or something like that. And it's always like 
these little plot stories that like come around and then they all form at the end and you're right. going oh now you know now now you know where where right. why this all comes together so you kind of figure you have to figure out now every episode like it's now this formula going all right how is this going to end like, right how is this going to come together my favorite part every time i watch the show is what's the burger of the day yeah because the burger of the day to me is the funniest part because it's subtle Yes. Like, if you're not paying attention to it, like, you know, no one's going to give a shit what the burger of the day is. But during the show, to during the movie, the watch the burger of the day to express his form of misery was hysterical to me. Because I'm going, what's the burger of the day? Oh, it's a good one. Like, <laughs> that to me is the joy. And I know that they do that every episode. So yeah. I'm like, I should just, just for that joke alone, I feel like I should be watching the show. <laughs> I mean, I see, it's, it's, it, it got better as the time went on, like this, as the seasons increased and, and got better. It, it, it does. And I'm like, like my wife and I watch it every, well, we watch it one day because usually it's on Sunday nights right. when we're doing the show. So she'll, she'll tape it and watch it the next day or watch it on Hulu uh, the next day. But it's, it's definitely, it's, uh, there is some, there's some really great episodes. And then there's some, there's like, eh. well, it's like every, every yeah, TV right. show. It's, it's hit or miss. Right. Some are good. Some are fillers. Some Cause, are like, eh. Cause I mean, it's like you, we go every once in a while, we'll walk, catch a rerun and it'll be an old original, like first season one. And I'll get some of the humor now. Right. Now that I understand like where they were going with gotcha. this show and you're going that's kind of funny you know like, <laughs> right. like that it's was a, a smart joke like, oh, yeah. like, oh i like i like a good smart joke because my favorite my favorite episode was there was an episode of of the there was these th- bob knows these two other um store owners that are you know uh, own a uh, uh, restaurants type of thing. okay one was a hoagie place and one was a taco place i think it was okay and this critic would come in and like write the review uh-huh. and you'd be surprised you wouldn't know who it was you would sneak in he would order stuff and you didn't know who he looked like so they ended up getting bob's burgers got a bad review and uh-huh. he was they think he was like i can't believe this and he wanted to kind of do like a make do a, a makeup burger to try and do right, okay. so they track him down and they they find him of course the other two store owners find this so they end up going in and they end up like tying him up <laughs> and, and you know and it's now it becomes this like unbelievable hostage situation right. and it got out of hand and bob's finally like you know what this, this is it the review the review it is whatever uh-huh. blah 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 you know kind of thing so at the end the other two goes we got to do something and of course it's like we're gonna give him a wet willy and they start doing stuck in the middle with you and he's doing the, do, do. And the guy takes the finger and he's doing the dance and then he you know they, they turn away <laughs> they turn the camera off and you hear that no to me that's 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 comedy i mean like, right yeah, they take this the scene in a, in a movie that's kind of gruesome, and then you know they put it in, right in a, in a, in a adult animation. You're going, this is awesome. Uh, but I, you know, I said there's a lot of good there's a lot of good episodes. Yeah, I, I I will probably start like watch filtering them in when I can. Um, hopefully if everything works works well, I'm going to be off. Not this current week, but the last week in July, I'm going to be off for work for a week. So I might catch up on some TV, some movies that I uh, I bought. I should be expecting my uh, copy of Doctor Strange 2, Steelbook, being delivered to the house that week. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also this week, well, was it this week? It was this week. Uh, Stacy and I celebrated our two-year anniversary being married this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's it's right. been whole two years since we've been married, Ed. Uh, coming up, and I think we've been together for a decade, so it's like eh, two years, whatever, you know. <laughs> um, but one thing Stacy wanted to do was um, her and I watch TikTok. 
it's one of the things we do to pass the time not together sometimes together should be like here are the tiktoks i saw today i think you'll find funny and i'm always like hey find it uh, here's the tiktoks i found that i thought were funny I come to realize that Stacey and I are on two completely different sides of TikTok. <laughs> like, she gets on to, like, crazy... She'll have, like, makeup tutorials and then some political stuff. And I tend to be, like, dick and fart jokes. You know, like, <laughs> oh, look, here's a talking dog. Isn't that cute? You know, <laughs> oh, look, The Rock is talking to, the, uh, to Kevin Hart, and it's funny. Like... Those kind of, and every once in a while I'll get like the thirst trap videos or like a girl doing a transitional video of like, look, I'm just a regular girl, and all of a sudden I swing something, and here's this, here I am, I look like a, a Darth Vader, girl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but so <clears throat> she saw something that she wanted to go, she wanted it was close enough, and that she wanted to go do for our, our anniversary. Okay. Um, this is gonna get local, folks, but I'm gonna say it, and it's gonna be like, oh, I know exactly what you're what you did. Uh, we went to Shady Maple um, Smorgasbord. <laughs> Shady Maple Farms. Eh? That's where we went this, this past week. Yes. For those people who don't know, uh, Shady Maple Farms, or it's the it's a place out in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, um, for those people who don't know, Lancaster, Pennsylvania is filled with a lot of the Pennsylvania Dutch folk. Um, and the Amish. The Amish. Yeah. I'm sure someone's have heard Amish at some point in time or seen that Becoming Amish show, which is fake. But um, So she wanted to go to the All-You-Can-Eat Buffet, mm-hmm. which is out in Shady Maple Farms Smorgasbord. Yeah. You know, a person went, like, she saw it on TikTok, and everyone, all the comments were like, you have to go back for the breakfast. So that person went back for the breakfast, and that person lived in Washington, D.C., so she thought, like, wow, this place had a person from Washington, D.C. drive all the way up, not once, but twice, one for dinner and one for breakfast, rather mm. than just staying the night, I guess. You know, so it must be kind of special. I'm like, well, I mean, it's it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. Like, I don't really, it's not, it's not being served by the Amish. <laughs> you know, like, it's not like, you know, because <laughs> she made sure that she didn't wear anything that might be too provocative. Like, Stacey wasn't dressed in, like, with like a nightgown or anything like that but she wanted to make sure that she didn't have her baphomet ear you know uh, earrings in and she was a little worried because she had her crocs on but the crocs had like witchcraft stuff she's like i hope they don't think i'm a witch i'm like you'll be fine <laughs> like, <laughs> this ain't the 1840s right. they're not gonna burn you at the stake for being right. a witch right. there's no salem witch trial <laughs> that's in massachusetts I was like, you'll be fine. Trust me. I mean, what's the worst that happened? They just go, they just give you a side eye. It's all right. You know, it's fine. So, and I'm like, it's not that far of a drive. From where we live, it's like an hour, hour and 20 minutes. Mm. Not that bad. You know, we get there. We get there early enough. She wanted to go, we were going to go Tuesday night, but we went Wednesday because Wednesday's all you can eat, um, prime rib. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So we went out. We, we got there just as dinner started, which was like 4 o'clock. So I'm like, yeah, we're eating with the old folk. Yeah. <laughs> um, we stayed for about an hour. We had we didn't, like, we both wanted to make sure we didn't, like, get engorge ourselves. Because, like, you know, you're sitting there and it's all you can eat about face. And you're like, oh, I feel horrible. Like, you get cranky. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a nice dinner. I mean, I, had, I think I threw her off. I had a kind of a, a, a portion of chicken hearts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I've, she doesn't. She never seen me like for Thanksgiving. I used to eat the turkey heart, mm. so I'm like, all right. And then I saw I was kind of casually because there's 
a bunch of food right. in in front of you, and there's like, oh look, here's some steak, here's some prime rib, here's some London broil, like it's all. And there's also some chicken, here's some pizza, here's some hamburgers, there's tacos, there's, ta- there's, yeah, there's, there's seafood, there's, there's it's a lot of stuff. A lot I mean, of it food. goes it goes on for miles and miles. miles. <laughs> it feels like you, you could walk the you could walk <laughs> and, and be like five minutes gone, you know, like right, away. right, like you know, Stacy was kind of surprised like when we got there, there was already like, a line like almost to the end of the door. Now they opened up a second register so we got in pretty quick but she was kind of like this was the first experience in her and I told her that I haven't been there in so long but I'm like in the recesses of my head I know I've been here because I felt like it was something that almost everybody from the city of Philadelphia has done at least once right. you know and I don't know why I don't know where and then when we got home she was talking to my dad about it and dad's like oh we used to go there a lot when we used to go camp and I was like there it is there it is <laughs> That's why I knew in my head, I mean, because I haven't gone camping and since I was a fucking, you know, we're talking Sean in like single digits, right. you know, and but in my head, I'm like, because I, I was telling Stacey on the ride, I'm like, I'm like, I don't remember much. I remember like a lot of food, obviously, but I kind of remember like a brownish kind of tint to the building. She's like, it's brown and brown, kind of brown and reddish. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm okay. And then when dad cemented, I was like, there you go. I knew it. I just knew that I was there because... It was something that I think everybody who lives in the city of Philadelphia has done in one key, because it's so close. Like you go to the Renaissance Fair, stop by the Shady Maple folks for dinner. Like yeah. you know, so um, we enjoyed ourselves. You know, we got home and fun tip: if it's your birthday, that your day of your birthday, uh-huh. you go there, and you eat free. Ooh, ooh! ooh I gotta tell Stacey that and make a new <laughs> Shady Maple birthday, eat free. Yeah, I guess I have to prove it. My birth, here's my birth certificate. Here's my license. Right. Uh, yeah, it's all you really need. Give me the food. <laughs> so. Is it, do you have to go on your birthday to eat free, or do they give you like a grace period of like? No, it has to be the day of your birth, or if or, it's if if it's a Sunday because they're closed on Sundays. Uh, oh, makes sense. Yeah, so the they'll Amish. honor it Monday. Oh. So if your birthday is on a Sunday, you know the one year you go, and you decide you can go on Monday and and have it then. You hmm, know, I have to remember. Hmm, that's good to know. Eh? Good to know. <laughs> so. Like the drive wasn't horrible, you know, and up or back. It was a nice casual drive. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a nice outing for That's like good. you know if she's never been there. It was ages since I've been there. We enjoyed ourselves. I don't understand people though because we were there. Some lady brought her two dogs. Like I mean, they were like not like service dogs. They were like little yippy dogs, mm-hmm. and they were going to leash. I'm going. Why are they here? Are they like they don't. They're not going to feed those dogs here, are they? Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe the chicken hearts were good, but do you feel that to a dog? I mean, my dog is all you can eat prime rib on Wednesdays. <laughs> the Amish. <laughs> feed my dog. Mm, I see you have the all you can eat steak. <laughs> the my muffin loves steak. Mm, come here, Muffy. Look, I got the nice little plate. <laughs> That's right. Eat that cow. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I found that funny. My dogs love the all you can eat fries. <laughs> this is another fucking difference. <laughs> you love it, don't you, Schnookum? <laughs> That's right. Still take the prime rib medium rare, please. <laughs> chop, chop, good man. <laughs> we don't have all day. Let's do this. Let's see. I know it's all you can eat, but it's not all day. 
so well, that was our big uh, anniversary dinner. Well, that's nice. Uh, yeah, it was nice. It was a nice thing. Um, also, um, I did take advantage of Prime Day, Ed. Yeah, okay. Okay, um, I got the Godfather trilogy in 4K. Nice. All right, which you now circles around back. You never got back to me. <laughs> I, I do have it. I okay. Do have it, yeah. All right. So it was. Um, I, I was. Um, I was. It's four. It's four K. I don't. I own a copy. I own the Blu-rays of Godfather one, two, and three, but it never came with digital code. This came not only was it in high def, but it was remastered for the fiftieth anniversary. Right. Even more remastered than it was for the Blu-ray copy edition that I have. So they really like took for the 50th anniversary. They really meticulously because I was watching behind like they have extra, like new behind the scenes footage stuff. Mm. So watching the documentary on how they re put it all together was interesting. Some of the stuff that I found that was interesting is there's a, um, a a thing called Godfather, the masterpiece that almost wasn't, which basically talks about how all the struggles like um, that. Oh my God, what's his face? Couldn't overcome oh my god why is his fucking um francis ford coppola mm. when he was you know kind of the history of why he got to direct this movie all the problems that he had to get to, you know some of the situations that he came across and how he had to fight almost tooth and nail right. but was i thought was interesting a couple things that made me chuckle uh first was that after spielberg saw the movie he almost went to quit directing he was like i, I don't I, I what i'm doing everything is wrong <laughs> like everything I'm doing in my career is wrong. That's a masterpiece. I, I'll never be able to achieve that. I'm like, eh, give it time. Schindler's List. You know, <laughs> like right now, stick to Jaws, Indiana Jones, ET. You'll be fine. <laughs> but at that time, he's like, I saw that movie, and he's like, I just went to quit. He's like, I just there was. I thought I would never be as good as that. You know. Right. The other thing I thought was interesting too was that, <clears throat> um, the line, "Leave the gun, take the cannolis." The cannoli, take the cannoli part was ad libbed by the actor. Okay. At the time in the script, it was just take the, leave the gun. Right. But he was like, take the cannoli. Like it was just that moment because of the setup prior to the in in the scene where his wife's telling him they think shit. He remembered that. And he's like, oh shit, don't forget the cannoli. He's like he wanted to make sure that everything was because it was all about family. Right. You know, family, not not Fast and Furious family, the mob family. <laughs> <laughs> um. It was, it was, it's interesting to watch. Like, I probably, like, part of me is hoping that now that I have it digitally, Stacy doesn't need to go digging around for it, that maybe she'll eventually watch it. But I also feel like I don't want to watch it with her because I don't want, I feel like at this point now she's going to pull a, a princess bride on us. <laughs> <laughs> Where she's going to watch and be like, yeah, I don't get the hype. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Ed, guess what? Season and I are divorced. <laughs> like, look, I'll... I'll good to you, you're on. Yeah, you know, fine. I get it. You know, you like you like Star Wars. You're okay with the Lord of the Rings. You didn't like Princess Bride. I get it, but you like Spaceballs. So, you, you know, you like to... You also like Blazing Saddles. So, I'm like, all right, all right. You can't win them all. How about Galaxy Quest? Oh, she don't think she's ever seen it. Oh, okay. You know, um, but she, I think in order to do that, you have to be a Star Trek fan to kind of get all a right, lot of the jokes. Right. She's not really a Star Trek person. Like in the in, okay. the in the line of Star Trek, Star Wars, she leans more towards the wars than the Trek. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, I guess so. I I consider. I consider. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a thin line. It really is because it's more like about the conventions 
Like, you know, like, right, like but this, it is a convention. kind of like washed up stars, you know, in a way. Right, but it's a washed up stars on a short lived space adventure TV show. Yeah. You can't get any more Star Trek than that. Yeah, that's true. You know, the over the top captain, the logical alien. You know, you have, you, instead of having the overexcitable, you know, oh, Captain, she's breaking up. It's, hey, man, it's all right, dude. You know, like, yeah. you know, you got the, like, the, even the, the, the boy wonder kid in the show. Who now, of course, is an adult, but at the time it was Wesley, Cr- clearly Wesley Crusher. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'd say it leans it leans more heavy into Star Trek comedy than Star Wars, Wars comedy. comedy right? Yeah, I'm, don't get me wrong, I still I love it, and every time I see it, I play it. It's part of my collection. I watched the documentary on the, how you know, never give up, never surrender. Yeah. It's also a good go- documentary. Um, so probably when I'm off, I'll probably watch. I've never seen the new. The new version, the new cut of um, Godfather, Godfather Three. So, I might have to kind of like, while I'm home alone, just while Stacy's at work on my vacation, kind of enjoy the God lay in bed, me and the dog. You know, <laughs> you know, <sighs> Ripley. Yeah, let me scratch your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your bone, or I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Have her under the cover, so then when the horse scene head comes, I'll pull back the cover and go, Ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do today, Sean? Uh, me and the dog just acted out a bunch of scenes from Godfather. <laughs> I mean, I was acting him out. She was just a prop. <laughs> uh, it was an abortion, Michael. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so there was that. And then, of course, a friendly tip, Voodoo is having a bunch of sales. Um, before that, though, I did stop at Best Buy because I wanted to get depressed. <laughs> right. <laughs> However, I, found, I did the one up by up Willow Grove. Okay. Because we were, it was on the way home from the the Smorgasbord place. Right. We took the coming off the turnpike instead of taking the one in the Chamonix. I figured I'd get off earlier. We needed to stop by a Petco anyway because the dog needed some uh, some um, greenies for her teeth. Right. So I was like, well, I'm going to stop by Best Buy because, you know, I'm an adult. And, <laughs> and it was early enough. So we stopped. I stopped and she stayed in the car. She was getting kind of, she was moody because she felt like she just ate just a little too much. So she was like, I'm just going to stay in the car. Like, let her just kind of like, you know how right. you get that full belly. You're just like, I don't want to move. Right. So I walked in and I'm walking around. I'm like, okay, I was going to buy everything and all the things or whatever that, that movie is. Yeah. Um, I didn't. And the reason why I didn't. It was because I saw something in the corner of my eye. It was the um, Apocalypse Now. I feel like I was a fan of Francis Ford Coppola week. Yeah. It was the 60th anniversary of that movie. I think it was the 60th anniversary movie. It had the final cut, the redo, and the theatrical cut, along with the um, the Hearts of Darkness documentary. Oh, wow. <clears throat> it's a box set, right? A, a high-def 4K box set. Right. And I'm like, oh, how much? $14? I'm like... I gotta go over and ask, right? So I went over to the counter. I was like, yeah, "Can you do? Me, can you just price check this for me?" Because online in Voodoo, it's like twenty bucks, right? And I'm like, "There he goes." Like, no, it's like it's thirteen ninety nine. I'm like, "I'll take that. Thank you very much." <clears throat> Got home, put the digital code in. And it's just three movies, not the documentary. It was kind of a bum, but I'm like, "Eh, that's all right. It gives me a chance to 
watch it, you know, like the old school way. Yeah. Like, if I really, really want it digitally, I'll just buy just the Hearts of Darkness digitally. If it ever goes on sale, probably will never go on sale, but whatever. Like, I'll get to... I was more interested in that. Like, see, like three versions of the same film. That's interesting. All right. Yeah. Excuse me. So, I bought that, and then later in the week, the Godfather trilogy showed up. I'm like, yeah, but on Vudu, I bought, because it was their $5, the four Alien movies. Oh, yeah, the special editions. The special editions. Now, yeah. for those people who know, I'm kind of a bougie asshole sometimes. I care about <laughs> special features. Yeah. And I know that, like, I'm like, oh, well, look, here's the aliens at the 40th anniversary, the special edition, because my, my fear is, is that if I bought the regular edition, I'd miss out on something. Mm-hmm. So what I tend to do now is I tend to, like, when I bought the Martian extended cut, it came with The Martian, the, the theatrical cut okay. part of it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's not bad. But the if you, I bought The Martian, I have two copies of it. Mm. The first time I bought it, it was just The Martian itself. That's the one with uh, Matt Damon, and he's stranded on Mars. Mm. And it's just, it's got, you know, um, bonus footage and stuff like that. But then they came out with like an extended cut, like a director's cut version. And I always wanted to get that, but I was always kind of like, well, I don't know if I want to buy it. And it, I think it, it was at five bucks at one point, so I bought it. And then I looked on my Movies Anywhere, and it came, not only did it come with the extended version, but it also came with the theatrical version. So I kind of was like, oh, well, that's interesting that they were able to kind of, it gave me, I feel like Movies Anywhere gives you a more stuff when mm. you buy something. If, it, if it's available on, if it's available, it's there. Um, case in point, um, the Spider-Man trilogy, the Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Um, I when I bought the when I bought the three pack on Blu-ray, it came with digital codes for them, and then I felt like I just had Spider-Man one, uh, one, two, and three. But when I go to movies anywhere, I have the Spider-Man two point one, and I also have uh, Spider-Man three, the editor's cut, which I don't have on my Vudu. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So I've always been kind of self-aware enough to be like, okay, when I'm going to buy a movie. To try to see, number one, make sure it has the Movies Anywhere logo on it, you know, because you can tell when you're buying through Voodoo. Right. And then second, to make sure that, to see if there's any extra content after I buy it. Like, um, I bought, I like um, Night and Day with Tom Cruise and um, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. I like it. I have the standard version. Extended cut was a couple minutes longer, and but I noticed it had, you know, I was like, well, I kind of want that. But when I bought it, came with the theatrical version too. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was already kind of trained that when I saw the Alien movies for like five bucks, I promised myself that I would buy the special editions and then maybe because I felt like that's the ones I wanted anyway. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure. like, And when I, I when I bought them, I went back and checked. And sure enough, the theatrical versions of almost all, all four of those movies are also with it. So it's like a bigger package. Okay. But I also found out too is um, I went back and I was like, well, no, I kind of wonder. And I went back to movies, any my the movie anywhere on app on my phone, mm-hmm. and I just typed in the regular Alien movie, and if you buy that one, it does come with the special edition too. Like it, it's it, it's it's looking. <laughs> well, no, because I bought I bought them on Blu-ray, like I, I might have got them for Christmas or something like that. I, okay, I got the physical versions, and they came with the digital version digital versions of them but i don't have the special edition ones and i'm i was kind of swimming around that for the last like couple days when right. i saw that like it was it was available so you're saying that the movies anywhere version 
Right. Well, if they re-released them and with the collector's edition, like I'm assuming if you bought the collector's edition, that that might be where they are. Mm. Like if you, you looking right now? Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to put my glasses on so I can see. All right, now i got to do this real right. quick. All right, you got to do it in alphabetical order. order, Ed. Right. Alphabetical order. Serve by ABC. All right. There you go. Okay. Oh. Let's just go to Alien. Right? Yeah. Hit that. And then it'll come up. Scroll down. There's the 2003 director's cut. Oh. Interdirection by Ridley Scott. And if you scroll over, there's a director's cut right there of the movie. Nice. So you do have the special edition. I did the reverse. I bought the special edition ones and then realized, oh, I have the theatrical ones. Which made me look into... Like, see, now Ed's looking at Alien Resurrection, 2003, uh, the special edition. Yeah. If you go, uh, all the movies have the special edition. Like, to me, I'm like, well, Movies Anywhere seems to be kind of like the better, the smarter play. Right. You know? <laughs> I'm like, all right. Like, there's yeah. an 1890 special edition of Aliens, yeah. which is also, like, I think a half hour longer. Well, I just saved myself 20 bucks. <laughs> there you go, Ed. You're welcome. Because <laughs> I've been looking at them on on, uh, on Voodoo for a while. Because I, I, I bought the digital codes, and I was like, because I, I want both. And then I'm thinking, all right. And then I'm, I'm like, well, I got the regular editions. And I'm like, you know, because it came with, the, mm-hmm. came with the, the package, basically. So I was like, all right, well, I got those. So, like, one day when they're on sale, I'm going to buy them. But then I'm like, oh, it's $20. Right, yeah, it's $20. Yeah. For, when was the last time you actually watched Alien? Right. Like, a couple times I'm sitting there going, I can't I justify buying this movie because I haven't seen it in so long. Right. And a part of me is like, well, Sean, it's it's kind of part of your te- – it's, it's kind of – you made a promise to yourself because I don't want to buy the bundle because I don't want that fucking image. Right. You know, I want to get them all individually. And I'm like, 20 bucks is not that bad for all four movies. There's a special editions. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll splurge and buy them all individually. Then I was like, well, and I, knew, and I checked the movies anywhere. I'm like, oh, okay, so I got both versions. And then it made me think, like, well, if I just bought the regular version, would I have gotten – because – if you look, all of them have like special edition underneath, it, and it's it's a little bit of an eyesore because mm. I'm a bougie asshole. <laughs> you know? yeah. I was like, I kind of don't like that picture because it says special edition under it, and I'm like, fuck! If I would have bought the regular ones, I would have gotten both versions of the film. I'm like, yeah, well, live and learn. Right. Like so, like now what I'm doing is, if there's a movie I want to get, I'll look at movies anywhere and I'll see. Okay, what are the special features? Like, if it gives me, like, an extra movie with the standard one, I'm like, okay, I'll buy that one. Mm. If it's just, like, the movie itself, eh, maybe not so much. Like, I'm getting kind of, like, smart, Ed. (laughs) Smart, Smart. see? Um, That being said, so I did buy Alien. I did buy, I bought a bunch of movies, actually, kind of. I kind of splurged recently. (laughs) I, like, eh, let me get clothes off. Let me get my... Uh-uh. My voodoo account up, Ed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was most recently bought, you're going to chuckle, Ready to Rumble. <laughs> that is a great flick. That's it was a great movie. I don't care what anybody says. It was five bucks, and I didn't even know it was on there. It was like they're, It's on there? It's, it's on there. It's their weekend special. And I, was, I, I made the mistake of get. I bought it. I bought it on DVD when, when it, before before Blu-ray came out. Uh-huh. And I bought it, and I loved that movie, and I enjoyed it. It is, it is a fucking it's, weird... <laughs> It's a weird movie, but it's funny and it's it's stupid. I got it, and uh, but but it's it's just funny to me, and it's just like and I and I always regret it. And every once in a while, I think about it. And I'm like, oh, I should go back and buy that. And then, of course, though, I I always forget. But now that you mentioned that movie, <laughs> now I have to. You gotta, you gotta go look. <laughs> Why? That's not right. Sort speaking of. speaking of speaking of of 
of wrestling movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, 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 have a, I have a bone to pick with somebody about this. What? Fighting with my family. I love that movie. Go ahead. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. And the only reason why I haven't seen it yet is because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little pissed off at it. Why? I bought it, right? And I was like, uh-huh. oh, I got the director's cut. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm excited. You know, I bought it physically. Yeah. And I have the digital code. Uh-huh. Put it in. Hey, you fucking voodoo. It's fucking, uh, it's fucking Apple. Oh, I was, shit. I was pissed. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> I was pissed. And I'm like, and I'm like, now I'm like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> no, I mean, I put that disc in? Unbelievable. <laughs> I got to do it the old-fashioned way? How Fuck dare that. you? <laughs> okay, here you go. Okay, a, a default. Okay, so most recently, here's the last few things I bought. I went on a binge. Last time we talked, I told you how I got Last Action Hero for free. Yeah. Well, since then, I bought League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, <laughs> 21 Bridges, Keanu, the movie with uh, Key and Peele with the kid. <laughs> I saw that in the theaters. I'm fucking hysterical movie. Uh, I did pick up The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it yet. Um, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. It's an old um, Clint Eastwood directed movie with Kevin Spacey and John Cusack in it. Oh, wow. It's like a murder mystery set in Savannah. Then I bought National Treasure because it was like five bucks and I felt like you know, St- Stacy loves that movie. You know, and I was like, well, it should be part of our collection. Mm. Uh, then I bought Showdown in Little Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mainly because Brandon Lee's in it. And yeah. I'm a Brandon Lee fan. And he's only been made like two, maybe three movies at most. And this was one of his first ones because he's not, he's second fiddle to Doff Lundgren. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like five bucks. I'm like, fuck it. I am, I'm, I'm. I, I'm an adult. I can make these decisions. So I bought it, and I realized that movie's only like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why. Right. And then I picked up uh, Drumline, the expen- uh, Nick Nick Cannon Drumline, where he's a, a drummer on yeah. the... Um, I, I, saw that mo- I saw that movie a long time ago. I'm like, oh, there's a special edition? I don't... I think I bought it on Blu-ray, but I, if not, fuck it. I'll buy it on digitally. <laughs> and then I got the extended cut of Night and Day, and then I did buy the four Alien movies. But as you can see, I have them all, and they all say special edition underneath yeah. it. And I'm like, I mean, all right, it's not bad. I get to guess, you know. And the Alien the alien one cover that I have is different from the Voodoo one that you have. Yeah. All right, all right. And then the Apocalypse Now final cut, which is, you know, it's a three-movie collection. Then Godfather, Godfather Two, and then Ready to Rumble. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in many movies. He was no. only, He's only credited for ten things, right? Uh, like I think it was obvious. And a couple of them are documentaries about his dad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like you got uh, well, you got Kung Kung Fu the movie, right? That was nineteen eighty six. Uh, again, nineteen eighty six. Legacy of Rage. Uh, Summer Playhouse. He played Donnie Crane and. Uh, Kung Fu: The Next Generation, 1987. I guess it was a, a uh, to see if it would work. Uh, Crime Killer, which was 1987, and then O'Hara, which was 1988. Laser Mission, which was 1989. <laughs> 1991, Showdown in Little Tokyo. Right. Rapid Fire, 1992. I've seen that one. <laughs> I have Rapid Fire, yeah. And The Crow. And then there was one in 2000. I guess it was a, the Man in the Line to Nightclub. Right. Uh, sex lies and video violence uh, video in, in 2000 so right. probably used to use something old from an old something for for that but uh, that's uh, so there you go Brandon Lee yep so that, that's kind of I've been on like a 
little tear of like, oh, I want to get that. Like last night, I was like, I liked Ready to Rumble a lot. I remember renting it, and I was like, wow, this movie was funny, like really yeah. genuinely funny. And as a person who at the time was like a huge wrestling fan, to see some of those, like I thought. I'm like, this movie is so underrated and so funny. It's, um, I think, my favorite cover of uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time is in it. It's by Dweezil and Ahmed Zappa. Yeah, I'm like, all right, this is good. I like that. Um, yeah, so I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll watch that <laughs> like later. Like, I got some movie watching to do. Um, but I don't know what's coming out on Blu-ray or video. Like, now, lately, because I'm off on Tuesdays, I've been like, oh, I'm going to swing by a tar- Target and see what's out. Um, I think... This week, I feel like there's a movie coming on dig- for uh, digital that might not be on your list, but uh, we'll we'll talk okay. about it. Okay, all right, all right. Let's see. We'll, let's see. See, see where we're at. With see this. where we're at, Ed. Uh, the big movie this week is Bob's. The, the Bob's Burgers movie is coming out uh, okay. this week. So we're also uh, on streaming on Hulu or HBO Max. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this season I watched on Hulu, and then I was checking HBO Max. I'm like, oh, it's there too. <laughs> uh, the Adventures of Don Juan is getting a blue release. That's with um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Heath Ledger, or no, is this it is, the Johnny this, Depp one? This is the Errol Flynn one. Oh, right. the OG, uh, the OG, yes. <laughs> uh, Good Burger twenty fifth anniversary is coming out on Blu Ray. Look, I'll be honest. That's that's. I can't believe it's been twenty five years, but it's also a movie I never saw. <laughs> okay, well, uh, it's, it's not my generation. <laughs> Stacy loved it. Uh, how, Thank you for calling Good Burger. How can I get something? There's a phrase that Good yeah. Burger, Good Burger thing. Uh, okay. All right. And then, of course, the 4K releases coming out this week. Uh-huh. Gamer. All right. Men in Black. Okay. Men in Black Trilogy. Okay. Uh, Robocop. Okay. God Told Me To. Why? <laughs> and The Message. <laughs> They're all getting... The you know, Message, isn't that... Well, that's it's like not, a 1950s, I think oh, it is. Jesus Christ. All right. Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. 1977. Oh. Sorry. And God told me to it was 1976. Okay, I you know what? I completely forgot to tell you. Yeah. Um. Now from now until the end of the month, and there's people pay attention. Barnes and Noble is having a Criterion Collection sale. All their Criterion Collection movies are half, half price. Off. I was like, oh, because I, while yes, there is no digital version of those movies. I'm also very interested in getting them. I talked about how I bought True Blood, but it was an Arrow thing. Yeah. Um, so I went to go look, and I'm like, okay, well, I almost picked up Bull Durham. Durham. I'm thinking about maybe this this week, maybe picking up, um, it's a Jackie Chan Police Story and Police Story 2. And I'm like, I've never seen those, mm. but those are the movies that kind of catapulted him into, like, rocket shipped him into fame from yeah. those two movies. Um, but there was a movie that I wanted to pick up that I picked up. It's not a Criterion. It's an Arrow, another one of those Arrow movies. Yeah. It's a movie called Versus. <clears throat> It's. I don't remember how I saw this movie. You got to hear me out. Uh-huh. It is a Japanese horror slash action movie. Okay. Um, some people might remember the cover. The cover is a guy with like a gun in one hand and a sword in his other. Oh you know? yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, See. Yeah, yeah. It's called Versus. Now yeah. some if some in some titles it's spelled out. Some it's just VS. You yeah. know. Um, I saw it at a Barnes and Noble like months ago and I was like oh wow I remember that movie in the back of my head I remember seeing that movie just and remember liking it but not sure how or when I saw it right so I went in that in my Barnes and Noble it's in my, the mall that I work at they actually had it and they're still doing the half price sale so I wound up getting it for like 20 bucks instead of 40 and I'm like wow. I'm like alright and then I watched like the special features on that because it's one of those they, they it's you know like they make them real special 
And I'm like, all right. I never realized how it was like a low budget, like super low budget movie. Like no, none of the actors were big, but the person who directed it was it was very like he made that movie because at the time it's a Japanese movie and Japanese you have to get like the okay to make those movies mm-hmm. or um, and they never thought the kind of movie that he was making would ever be accepted so he went to, like it was only it was either you know um, um, Korea Korea was making more of those movies than Japan was mm-hmm. so he wanted to kind of you know do something himself because and he had like a, a string of like independent hits and this was like his first not big budget but it definitely was like a we did it in like a week kind of right. thing and I was like wow I'm like I don't remember where or when I saw this movie but I just know in the back of my head I remember like I remember guys in trench coats in the woods shooting guns swinging swords zombies somehow like <laughs> you know it was just it was like a good and evil type thing it was a, such a good movie I was like eh, I saw that but I mainly wanted to say like, Ed half price Criterion Collection stuff. Well, yeah, because you can you can actually go to BarnesandNoble.com and buy them from right. there half price, or through they have a Criterion website and you can oh. buy it through there as half off. Because this is every July they do this. They do it twice a year, July and I forget the next one, but oh. it's sometime later in the year. So Criterion themselves do part. Yeah, like they, they oh. yeah. So they they make it half off, and this is the time because like like I watch a lot of people that buy. That's, that's why know, like I bought the, Hedwig and the Angry Inch, a Criterion Collection, because it was half price. Right. Last time I saw it. It might have been I, this time last year. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like I said, they, every every July they do it, and it, it's, it's their, they do it twice a year. I think it's one closer to Christmas time and then one in July. And it's, you know, it's just like half off, and you can go in and, and like go to their website and, and and steal basically like like cause right like, i mean uh, yeah because it's not like 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 if you go to barnes and noble barnes and noble overprices their shit oh immensely like, a movie right buying it buying it for 20 bucks at half price is like buying it normal like right when, when i bought when i bought versus it was like 20 dollars. i'm like well that's about the price of them it would be anyway because i remember the days like a best buy when criterion was coming out and you they had the criterion version and the standard version come out basically at the same time and it's like well the non-criterion was five hours more you get you get more stuff with right. criterion you know because you get right. a lot more extras but you do get extras with the regular movies so you're going well oh, fuck it i'm gonna save myself bucks i'm not when i was it was like when i was young and i didn't have much money you know right. what this movie you're going wow I, I like to buy the criterion and every once in a while they would like either mislabel it or right. you know, or, or put it on sale for some weird reason, and then it would be cheaper to buy the Criterion. So you ended up picking that up. When I had um, my laser disc player, um, one of the movies that became a Criterion movie was Chasing Amy. Right. And I remember Kevin Smith making a big deal out of it that he, because it was a Criterion collection, he was able to put so much shit in, it. like his own introduction to the movie. You know how you know, like it was like it was. You were getting so much stuff, right? Because he was like, "Well, I always dreamt of." He's like, "To him, Criterion Collection was the ultimate in sound quality. All the tchotchkes, all the like, all the bells and whistles that you would want as a collector are always in those those collections." Right. Like I said, the downside of that is is they never on they're never digital because they are very much a purist. It took them a while to even get into Blu-ray. Yeah. You know, and now they're trying to. Now they're they're still kind of. Well, I guess we'll do a 4K version of it, like because I saw like Citizen Kane has got a 4K version. I'm like, I, I'm like, there's a part of me going, I saw Citizen Kane 
do I need that in my collection? But a part of me is going, it's a Criterion collection of the Citizen Kane. That might be something you might want in your collection. Right. Like, if you're going to... There are certain movies I've always said that you can't say you're a movie collector if you don't have them in your collection. Right. And I, like, Godfather 1 and 2, I at least believe that. The Star Wars movies, like, maybe... Like, movies that were kind of impactful. Right. And the Criterion Collection, that was their sole purpose, was that they made these collectors of movies that were impactful in one shape, one way or shape or form or another, like Menace to Society, Says Kane, uh, like I said, the Jackie Chan Police Story 1 and 2. Uh, so Bull Dorm was, was in there, and I'm like, Bull Dorm is probably the quintessential baseball movie of all time. All right. So it makes sense that that's picked. You know, and there's some like Repo Man with the the um, Emilio Estevez movie. I'm like, why did that get a Criterion Collection? I remember watching. I'm going like, I don't think it was that good of a movie, but it might not. Whether it's a good movie or not, it clearly meant something at that time. Right. Like the the Kurosawa movies um, are um, Seven Samurai is on there. I'm like, okay, well that without the Seven Samurai, you don't get the Star Wars. Yeah. You know, they also have the Lone Wolf and Cub movie series, and there's like a Godzilla series. You know, like, all the Godzilla movies. I'm like, all right. And of course, that gets a little bit more pricier because, like, the Bruce Lee collection set is normally, like, 100 bucks. It's like, oh, it's $50 for all the Bruce Lee movies. I'm like, yeah, I don't really think I want all of them, but, you know, at least one or two is good. <laughs> you know? So if you're going to bring that up. Uh, however, though, the movie that did not pop up on your thing, so do you want to do that now or wait till after the video games? <laughs> um, no, it's due now. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is finally coming on digital on the 19th. Oh really? Uh huh. Not only is it coming, if you look on the voodoo, if you look on the voodoo, Ed, you you'll see voodoo. It, it's it's being sold right now as a trilogy. Uh, obviously, Zack Snyder's uh, Man of Steel, um, Dawn of Justice, and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, apparently, the just that version is going to be have both the standard version and the Justice is Gray version attached to it too. It's going to be the 4K version. So I don't know if um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's going to be sold separately. I think it will. If it is, <clears throat> I'll be honest. Ed, it's going to be one of those movies I'm going to have to buy, like middle of the night, so Stacy <laughs> doesn't see it. Because <laughs> I mean, I do. I did get it on Blu-ray, and like I said, I think the movie's kind of meh. But there's some special features of like you know, like hey, this is how it came to be, and I don't think I think it's some special features that aren't on the Blu-ray disc that was released. You know, it's. <laughs> oh, the only thing coming up right now is the Justice League. Oh, there it there is, it right is. there, right there. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, if you went over a little further, it was by itself. There you go, oh, right there, okay. right there. Uh, right. Uh, uh, if you hit on it, how much is it? Fourteen ninety nine. Fifteen bucks to pre order. Yeah, um, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go down. That will go down. I I don't know. I might have. I might. I'm awful. Like that week, I might just buy it. <laughs> The regular Justice League is ten dollars right now. Right, folks. right. Of course, now probably they'll put that on five bucks when uh, I already own a copy of that digitally because I bought it when it came out on you know Blu-ray. But I'm like, all right, well, you know, the Zack Snyder one, which I bought on Blu-ray, but there's no digital copy because it wasn't even scanned the disc. I'm like, son of a bitch, right. H Warner Brothers, you got me, you got me, you bastards. Because that's the thing, like Warner Brothers is on the voodoo list that you could scan it in. Right. So I'm like, well, how's this not? And then it's just like, right. there's some because like, of HBO Max and right. all that stuff. They wanted to generate some people. Right. Now it's been a year since, I would say, almost a little over a year since it's been out. 
You know? Yeah. Uh, so it's like, fuck it, let's put it on digital now. Make a big deal out of it and sell more copies. <laughs> Make some more money off of mm-hmm. us. All right, uh, let's continue on then. Uh, DC's, speaking of DC, DC's Legend of Tomorrow, the complete seventh and final season's coming out on okay. Blu-ray. Uh, Castlevania Season 4 is coming out on Blu-ray. I think that's the final season. Um, and Sequest DSV, the complete series, is coming out on Blu-ray. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, I remember that show. I remember watching it, like I think, on syndication. Um, I know that, unfortunately, when the kid who's in it committed suicide. Yeah. You know, it had Roy Scheider in it. I'm like, I like Roy Scheider. Also had Peter DeLuise. I think it was Peter DeLuise. Dom DeLuise's kid is in it. And I was like, I like, you know, the, the DeLuise family is pretty good. Because I think it was like what he did after uh, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> Ed's now looking through the cast. See, yeah, see if I can. I think he's like second or third on the call list. And then there was a woman. I think her name's Allison something, where she captivated me because she was the <laughs> what? Sorry, it, it took me. It took me the wrong way. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like what the fuck? How did I get the Brooklyn Nine Nine from here? Because it's not even in the list. <laughs> I took a wrong turn. I'm looking for Deloise, and now I'm on Brooklyn Nine Nine. <coughs> Ed's combing the Peter Deloise is in there, yeah. Mm, Sean, mm. Jonathan Bandis is that's the one that paid that's that the, he, he, unfortunately committed Roy Scheider, uh, Ted Ramey, uh-huh. uh, Don Franklin, Marco Sanchez, and of course Peter Deloise. Right, there's a woman in there too that she had the black hair, real blue. I wasn't Meg Foster, but definitely in the same vein, like those really pale blue eyes, brown hair. You know, it's not looking through all the cats going, I need a brunette with blonde eyes, blue eyes. <laughs> uh, Stephanie Beckham? I think, let me see. Or Stacy, there's no picture. Stacy, Stacy, it begins with an H. Yeah. Haddock? Or Haddock. Yeah. Oh, boom! <laughs> no photo of her? No, these are... That's weird. This, it's, it's on um, It's on Blu-ray.com. So oh, okay, uh, you need to go to IMDb. That's your problem, Ed. What's her name? Stacy Haddock. Oh, that's there you go. Here you go. I found her. Yeah, oh, oh, that's on. an older version of her. I mean, well, it's yeah. It's, I mean, it's my car. Yeah, that's her. All right. Yeah, smitten, Ed. I was smitten with her. Smitten. Smitten. All right. I had to go t- get that Blu-ray and get the <laughs> lotion. Mm. <laughs> Deep sea dive on this, baby. Mm. <laughs> Gonna need a bigger screen. Get out of here, Roy. <laughs> Got the Roy Scheider. I'm gonna need a big boat. <laughs> I think one of the things I think she played a vampire in that Vampire Masquerade um, t- short-lived TV show, which again does it for me. All right, <laughs> well, that's it for movies and TV. All right, uh, let's do video let's games. Video games. As Dust Falls, developed by. Interior Night and published by Xbox Game Studios for the Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and PC. That's coming out Tuesday, July 19th. Then we have Ending. Extinction is Forever. Developed by Hero (laughs) Beat Studios and published by Handy Games for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And that's coming out on Tuesday, July 19th. Then we have Fallen Angel. Developed by... Madaraska Games and published by V Publishing for the Switch and PC and that's coming out Tuesday, July 19th. Then we have Stray developed by 12 
No, I'm sorry. Developed by Blue Twelve and published by Anna Purana Interactive for the PS4, ding, ding, PS4 PC, ding. July 19th. I mean, that's that's the game I'm looking forward to. Is that the is that the game that we were talking about? Well, like, you're a cat. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Like I don't know. Son of a bitch! I wish I knew that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah. Like, well, here's the thing: is I was going to pre-order it myself, but because I have a PS5, right, and because I have um, the right now, I have the PlayStation Premium package, uh-huh. which means I get to stream games or download games. From like kind of like Game Pass. Right. Apparently, Stray is going to be a day one playable game through that apparatus. So I might, might, might have a, a what do you call it? A review because I was really excited looking for it. And when I tried to pre order, I couldn't find a pre order for it. Oh, okay. Because I think right now it might be digital only. Ah, all right. And I'm like, well, I don't want to have a game digitally. Like, fuck that. Like, I mean, I'll buy my games digitally when I feel like there's a need for it. Like, I bought. Um, like I said earlier, Metal Gear Solid Five, because it was like eight bucks. I'm like, all right, I'll, I got eight bucks to blow on a game I've never played before. And worst case scenario, I'll just delete it. It's not that big of a deal, you know. But Stray is one I was really looking forward to because when I saw the trailer for, it, I'm like, that's re- you get to play as a cat, a yeah. cyberpunk in a cyberpunk world. Yeah, you got a robot buddy. I'm like, that seems pretty kind of cool. Like, how are you gonna? I mean, clearly it's gonna be like a puzzler because you got to be like, oh, I got to get from here to there, and I'm a cat. Right. I can't be like, Psst, buddy, give me a lift. Right. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm kind of excited to get my, you know, my my paws on it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, two more. Uh, Bright Memory Infinite, developed by FYQD Studio and published by Playism for the PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and Switch, and that's coming out Thursday the 21st. And finally, Live Alive, or Live or Live. Live or Live? Live Alive? I don't know. Developed and published by Square Enix for the Switch, and that's coming on Friday the 22nd. All right. And there you go, kids. That's releases of the week. Okay. All right, and it's time for the news. Yeah. All right, let me see you scroll down, scroll up. Um, 20 of the worst TV show finales, and no one cares about what Jack Nicholson told Michael Keaton. You know, uh, <laughs> Go fuck yourself. No, he told him. <laughs> see, you had to, you had to ask, Ed. Um, apparently, Michael Keaton said that Jack Nicholson told me to do four or five flops after Batman's success. <laughs> Uh, Keaton said it's impossible nowadays to say I'm going to cruise on this one. <laughs> uh, as Michael Keaton prepares to return to the Cape Crusader in the DC installment of The Flash, the former Batman star revealed what co-star Jack Nicholson told him decades ago. Uh, while on the set uh, in London for the 1989 Tim Burton Helm comic book film, Jack, Jack Nicholson imparted words of wisdoms to take every success as a green light for a little leeway. <laughs> In the old days, I remember I was in London with Jack Nicholson. We were doing Batman. He was going somewhere, and he said, Come along with me, or come along with me, which is an experience in and of itself. (laughs) Keaton explained during the Hollywood Reporter, um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So we're in the car, and he's talking about the movie, and we all know it was a huge risk if it goes down. I'll be going down in flames, and that's going to be a big, hard recovery. But I also know if it worked, it could change my landscape, Keaton continued. So Jack says, 
Keats. If this thing hits, you can go out and do four or five flops and no, not even worry about it. <laughs> and maybe it wasn't four or five, but it used to be you got away with three and it didn't matter. <laughs> However, Keaton warned that no such advice would ever work today. Not now, man. The dope six sorry. If you get one miss, which is you've got one miss, which is fucked up. <laughs> uh, he said. Uh, during, the con- during the conversation with fellow actors, he said it's impossible nowadays to say, I'm going to cruise on this one when it comes to even the smallest projects and deny that actor instinct to perform the best of your ability. You get out there and you work the same, man. Even if you get out there and you work even the same, man. <laughs> even if you're going uh, to do a 15-second ad for Vaseline, you say, okay, man, I'm all in. <laughs> That's my Beetlejuice. Hey, <laughs> yowza. <laughs> uh, because in that minute I don't know how uh, not to be all in not because I'm so fucking groovy because probably I'll have fear of lying down going well don't be a dick do the work <laughs> uh, you know what I mean every time I think I'm going to cruise on this one I can't you can fight it all you want but it's in you somewhere <laughs> uh, Nichols' advice has been passed along to the next generation of actors as well including Barry Crater and Saturday Night Live alum Bill Hader Keaton revealed how he opted for a career pause and laid low and when he became a father he told Hader to do the same he's like I thought man if I lose money I'm good with it Keaton said of turning down projects I was having this conversation with Bill Hader the other day he was going through something and I said dude trust me hang out with your kids as much as you can for as long as you can you'll never regret it you're going to lose some jobs it's okay in the long run that's the thing that matters you know so Mm. good for Keaton right passing along knowledge but there you go listen Keats what you gotta do is you gotta get four or five flops you're on e- this thing hits easy street for at least five movies see, see that's the thing though. Nicholson is <laughs> the kind of guy that like he could he could flop he could have flopped the rest of his career and every he'd be like what's Keaton doing now like, like I don't know I mean, what's, what's Nicholson doing now like let's get him in here you know like right, right. well now unfortunately um, unfortunately Nicholson is now deteriorating in age and he quit acting because he said he started he started realizing he was forgetting lines right but even still, fuck it. Even if the even if Batman flopped, right? Yeah. Let's just say no one would give a shit. You know what? Because he's Jack fucking Nicholson. You got one flew over the cuckoo's nest. You got The Shining. You got Chinatown. Like, you right, got you got Chinatown. He's had all these. Cl- it doesn't matter. The to me, the Joker was the obvious choice acting gig. Right. Like you need a Joker. A, to me, it was a paycheck. Right. Him. It was a no fucking brainer. And then you find out he got paid like a cool million dollars to do the movie because he took like basically shit money because he was like. If this thing hits, I want money on the back end. He was the first guy that was ever being known to go to make it publicly known that he got residuals from the right. movie. Like, if you buy Batman right now, the nineteen eighty nine, he still gets a check. Right. <laughs> like he gets paid, and you're like, he doesn't have to do anything now at that point. Right. He still, I mean, he does get as good as it gets, which is a Eastwick. You know, he does yeah. all those classic <laughs> movies now. But now you remember him as the, you know, like <laughs> Wendy, light of my life. Bash your brains in, <laughs> you know, <laughs> shining always, right. you know. So it's like, all right, hey, Nicholson, if Jack Nicholson gives you adv- advice, you take that advice. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see, I'm not gonna do that one, that seems like a waste of time. <laughs> I'm editing on the fly, Ed. Um, all right. What was a waste of time? Uh, it was another. Um, it was. I don't even remember. 
I read the headline. I was like, nah, nope. Right. Uh, let's see. Jake Schreider will direct Marvel Studios' Thunderbolts movie. I don't know if you know that they, they've mentioned the Thunderbolts movie, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> you don't seem to care. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like the Thunderbolts may be the next team to emerge in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, according to Deadline. Jake Schreier has been signed to direct Thunder, the Thunderbolts movie. Uh, Schreider is best known for helming Robot and Frank. It's kind of an older movie. But he was previously a music video director who worked with Kanye West and Kendrick Lamar. Most recently, he directed an episode of Beef for Netflix. Uh, Deadline Reports notes that his pitch for the movie blew away execs and landed him the gig. Uh, Ed, do you know who the Thunderbolts are? No. Okay, well, Ed, it was created by Kurt Busick and artist Mark Bagley in 1996. Uh, the original Thunderbolts were actually the Masters of Evil, a supervillain group that rivaled the Avengers. Think of, uh, I guess, the Injustice League. Uh-huh. Uh, um, super, let's see, with the Avengers and Fantastic Four believed to be dead in the wake of the Onslaught incident, Baron Zemo and his team masqueraded as heroes for their own ends. However, many of Zemo's teammates soon discovered that they enjoy being heroes more than bad guys team was ultimately split between Zemo's faction and the characters who wanted to redeem themselves. Uh, Masters of Evil have never appeared in the MCU, but Zemo has a major role, obviously, in Captain America's Civil War and the Winter Soldier. Uh, the character lineup has also greatly expanded after the initial team led by Zemo, and many of the team's members have already appeared in the MCU. Hmm. All right? So, the report suggests that the character lineup for the movie would include, obviously, Zemo, U.S. Agent, uh, Yelena Belove, you know, uh, which would be the Black Widow, or mm. White Widow, I think she's called. Ghost, <clears throat> Taskmaster, the Abomination, and possibly even the Winter Soldier, according to the report. Uh, Marvel has been in touch with certain individuals who have already, already been part of the MCU to make sure an opening of their schedule for the next summer when it shoots. Okay. All right, so, all right, there you go, Ed. So we might have, a, a, you know, a, a Thunderbolts movie. Well, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a, a different movie, but I mean, it makes sense now that you know why they've been they've been collecting these characters basically through the MCU, right? Uh, net, uh, uh, Disney Plus shows. You know, you're going all right. You got a U.S. agent now. You have you have uh, uh, what's her name? I can't think of it now. But yeah, they have these characters. Julie Dreyfus. Yeah. So they're they're building this they're building this roster. So you're going all right. Well, now it makes sense. You know why they're doing it. Alright, Ed, um, <clears throat> you saw the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds. Yes. What'd you think of it? <laughs> it was terrible. Okay. Ed, you saw, we saw the new Hellboy movie with Dave, uh, with, um, David Harbour. It was terrible. Right. Okay, so guess what those two movies have in common? They, they were, were terrible. terrible. <laughs> right. Well, apparently, David Harbour called Ryan Reynolds for advice on flops after a Hellboy disaster. Quote is, am I going to be okay? <laughs> uh, who should you call when you've got a box office flop on your hands? Ryan Reynolds, apparently. Stranger Things Emmy-nominated David Harbour recently told GQ magazine that he contacted Reynolds to help him proceed to process the debacle around Neil Marshall's 2019 Hellboy reboot. Uh, he Harbour led the reboot in the title role, but the movie misfired with critics and only grossed $21 million in the U.S. on a $50 million production budget. Even at the worldwide box office, the film tapped out at $44 million. He said, I know Ryan Reynolds a little bit. I, I called him and I was like, hey man, I just need to know something. You know Green Lantern? Huge flop for you. 
What the fuck is that like? Because I think I'm going to hit that right now. Am I going to be okay? Am I going to survive this? <laughs> Harbor said Reynolds was sweet about the whole situation, but Hellboy bombing at the box office remained a tough experience, as Harbor explained. Uh, it was a very difficult experience because I wanted a lot. I wanted a lot out of it. I really like Mike Magnola, Hellboy, the Hellboy creator. I, I like that character, and I and then immediately when it began. Even when it was announced, I realized that people did not want that character reinvented. I was very naive and optimistic about what we were going to do. Uh, in May 2020 Instagram post, Harbour linked his Hellboy movie failure to fans of Guillermo del Toro's uh, 2004 Hellboy movie and its 2008 sequel not wanting the reboot to succeed. He's like, I think it failed before we began shooting because I think that people didn't want us to make the movie, he said at the time. Um, Guillermo... Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman created this iconic thing that we thought could be reinvented and then fans certainly the loud the loudest of the internet was like we do not want you to touch this and when we made a movie and then we made a movie that I think is fun and I think had its problems but was a fun movie and then people were just very against it and that people's right but I learned my lesson in a lot of different ways <laughs> So basically, it's like I I thought we'd be okay, but I all right, I guess it was wrong. <laughs> As in, I like I, like I'm a fan of the first two Hellboy movies. Uh, me too. And and you know and and I was hoping for a third one because you're going. It kind of left the, the second one left it right. open ended. You're going, gee, I I, I want to see where it just goes now, like, right. like type of thing. And then it never happened. And then they reboot it with with David Harbour. And I'm thinking, I kind of want to see this one, but like like. They have a lot going against them, and right? Like right. A huge fan base. That's it's. It'd be like saying, "Hey, we're making a new Wolverine movie, but we got this guy to play Wolverine and not Hugh Jackman." You'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! No one asked for that." We see. <laughs> see, that's yeah, right. <laughs> now you're right because you're you're going out. You're you're this the next guy who plays Wolverine's got to blow the water. But the difference is, is that like Hugh Jackman said he stepped down. Like he's done. Like after Logan, right? Right. Everyone like the, it was, neither one of them said, "Hey, we're done making the Hellboy movies." Everyone's going, "Yeah, there's a third one of us. We just don't know when we're going to get to it." Right. And then someone's like, "Well, you know what? Time's running out, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna go behind you and make our own. So kiss our ass." And the whole internet went, "The fuck you are!" Right. <laughs> See, that's what made it difficult. Like like. Because they, they didn't close end the Guillermo del Toro right. movies. You're going like like we're, we still want the third one. Like like people would open bracingly openly love the third movie Guillermo del Toro comes out with Hellboy. Right, even if it's a flop, even if it's right, it could be just Hellboy just sitting there waxing his carrot. Right, you know, with the devil hand, and people be like, brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> like, yeah, because they they want they want that final chapter. The, I think now the problem though is when you bring in Selma Blair, the actress is not in the best of health, right? Um, so she obviously can't reprise her role, at least not in the way that one would think. Yeah. Um, so I I don't think that that is a requirement to make it a, a the movie not be made because you probably can take her. She wasn't in. The reboot, her, that character was not in the reboot. Right. So you could kind of get away with not having her in that movie, sort of. Maybe you can. Like, maybe she could do a voiceover. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what her speech is like at this moment. Right. But, you know, you feel like th there's... 
And even Ron Perlman said, hey, like, look, I'm 70. So if, if we're going to do it, we got to do it now. Right. Yeah. Just give me a time where I can't do this at all. Right. right? You know, like, like, like I'm going to be all computer animated. Right. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, at, at this point, that and, and the, this is the hardest thing to say, is the fact is, is that the best thing they could do is nothing now at this point. Like, let it go. Like, just... Just let more right. time go by, and right. then and maybe try again. Try again, but like a lot, like at least a decade has to go by. Right, you can't, you can. and that even that'll sting. I'll be like, like, uh, did I have that article? I don't know if I grabbed that article. Uh, 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 did I? I had to get down to the basically the bottom of my. Yeah, I, I didn't. I passed on that article because I was like, eh, it was an article where Chris Pratt basically said that Harrison Ford killed any momentum of him wanting to pick up the mantle as Indiana Jones because when when they were making Indiana Jones movies um, and they thought this was the last one that they would eventually like reboot the series who would be a good replacement as an Indiana Jones character Chris Pratt was at the very top of that list mm. you know and I was like okay you know what he could probably pull it off he's charming enough but in an interview he, Chris Pratt's like well after what Harrison Ford said I'm never it's 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 dead to me because Harrison Ford basically said that when he, when he dies, Indiana Jones dies. Like there's going to be nobody replacing him, right? You know, and again, this is Harrison Ford. He's also the guy who wanted in, you know, Han Solo to be dead back in Empire. You know, so <laughs> like I think that okay, you know, it will you know Harrison Ford one day obviously is going to pass just like everyone does, and it, the world's going to mourn. And some years is going to go by, and somebody who didn't have an attachment to any of Harrison Ford's work is going to go, that Indiana Jones movie, you think we could reboot that? And first, everyone's going to be like, take him out in the back and shoot him. Yeah. You know, because it's going to be, that's going to be like a, it's like how the internet kind of, people kind of flinched when they said they were going to do a live action Aladdin, and Will Smith was going to be the genie. Yeah, like how, right. How, Everyone how was like, "How are you going to do that?" And even even him, even Will was like, "Yeah, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I'm going to try to do the best I can, but it's going to be me. It's not going to be Robin. Like, I'm sorry now. <laughs> like, just please give me a chance. <laughs> you know, now I just don't. I think like um, with Indiana Jones, it's going to be hard to replace me." When I go, Indiana Jones starts with me. And I'll be honest with you, I, I, I agree with Harrison on this one. Because you're going, everyone's like, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt. And it's like, yeah, okay, but like, he's done it already. Like, right, you know, he's been an Indiana Jones guy. Right? Right? Like, it's, he's done it already. Like, like, let's get somebody else. You know, like, let's, let's get another face in there. You know, like, like, there's millions of actors right. out there you know like i'm sure there's you know a nobody that they can get give me the next indiana jones that right probably right. do a phenomenal job and you're going why does it have to be chris pratt because you know chris right pratt. you know you're, chris you're pratt and, and chris you pratt. want to have if you're going to do the indiana jones franchise reboot it in some way shape or form you need to find a way to put an ass in a seat because if people don't agree with who you pick as, as indiana jones you're going to get the internet because this is the world we live in, to be like, fuck that guy. I mean, let's face it. This is a group of people who abused the Sonic the Hedgehog creator movies so badly that they went back and reanimated the guy to make him look better. Now, clearly, that was a really good choice. Yeah. You know? But it's it's just one of those things where it's like, feedback matters. But I feel that 
Indiana Jones, if you don't show anybody anything and you say, Ted, Ted Asner is going to be the next right. Indiana Jones, you're like, who? You're going, now i got to see this. Right, who's this guy? This is going to be really good or a train wreck. It's right. Like, I think the story is going to be more key than anything. And, 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 and that's the thing, you know, like. What they need to do here, Ed. Uh, um, Disney, are you listening? Is it is it owned by Disney? No, yeah. it's Paramount. Yeah. All right. So Paramount, if you're listening, I got here's this is what you do. You super secret plan, right? You film a movie, right? You call it something else. Just you know, diddling down the aisle. <laughs> all right. You're like, all right, it's a fucked up name, but whatever. And you film it like Blue Harvest, right? Yeah. And you film it, and you got all of these actors. And it's an adventure movie. People don't really pay attention to it because it's not really like not. Blue Harvest, what the fuck, right? And then you cut it all together and you show a trailer and you're going, oh my God, this looks phenomenal. Indiana Jones and the reboot. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, you bastards, you did it without us. Like, yeah, the movie's already in the can and be here next summer. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> like, it's out in three months. What? It's coming, it's coming out in two weeks. What? 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 <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> like, go see it, I dare you. Because <laughs> like, now you're like, they made this movie, no one knew, and it's an Indiana Jones reboot, and now I have to go see it. Exactly. Right. It's like, well, I didn't know you guys were doing this, because, you know, you kept it hush-hush, because you lied to everybody, you know, in social media, even the people, unless the bigger, higher-ups at Paramount are like, no, we knew, but we all agreed we were going to keep this, you know, keep this under a hat, because we like to breathing, because <laughs> if we said something, there'd be picket lines out. You know, pitchforks and effigies being burned with us. We didn't want that. So we keep it hush hush. We call it yippity doodah, whatever. And then. Cock a doodle doodle too. Right. Right. Like, what? We called it not. We called it not an Indiana Jones reboot. And then people bought it. (laughs) And then next thing you know, bickety bam, Indiana Jones reboot. It'll be out next month. What are you going to do about it? Oh, you know you're going to go see it because we just pulled this off without your knowledge. Now you have to see it. Right. You just got. You're just gonna have. To, you can sit there and pound. No, I'm not seeing the fucking movie. Everybody else in the movie is gonna be going. We, we gotta see what's gonna be like. I didn't know who. Who's that guy? Right. He's Indiana Jones. I don't even know what his name is. Right. Because they didn't even tell you whose name. Who's starring in it? You go. That guy kind of looks familiar. Well, I've never seen that guy ever. And now that's Indiana Jones. What the fuck? Right. Like you're like well, I, I'm. I'm confused. I feel hurt. I feel abused. I feel violated. I have to see this movie. Like, you're going, I don't, I don't get it. Or you get the guy who played Han Solo to be the new Indiana Jones. <laughs> see? Genius. Because I haven't seen him since the Han Solo movie. So you get him... At- I do actually have an article with him that's just kind of funny that I brought him up. But you do, you go, oh my God, he's running around. But you don't put him in the classic Indiana Jones outfit because you don't want the trailer to kind of give it away. Or you don't want like people to be like, oh, look, here's this guy on the set of a movie. He kind of looks like, dressed like Indiana Jones. You give him something completely different, right? Mm-hmm. Or he runs around in a fucking like gray outfit so that way because you're going to digitally enhance the, the the Indiana Jones suit on him <laughs> like we kept it so under wraps that he ran around the entire movie in the green one the gray onesie and <laughs> we're going to digitally put the clothes on him 
<laughs> uh, Elden Emmerich? Or yeah, that's exactly. Elden Emmerich. He's actually filming Ironheart TV series. Uh, yep, that's what I was going to bring up. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, he's, he's been Brave New World, so, apparently. Yep, solo actor Alden Emmerich has joined the MCU. Okay. But yeah. And you, you recall, you have him just do a generic action flick. You go, no one's going to bat an eye. You're like, all right, whatever. And then you wickety bam, he's an Indiana Jones. You're going, that son of a bitch got a, a second bite of the Han Solo apple. He's he he got a second bite at Harrison Ford's life. Yeah, like <laughs> how awesome would that be? Right, you go, you go, son of a bitch. Now he's Indiana Jones. What the hell? <laughs> You gotta go. I, now I gotta see it. Now I have to see it. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> right. Right now, a bunch of people going. That is mad scientist level shit right there. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Hollywood could you pull off something like that. <laughs> and we're gonna start a, a, a GoFundMe account. <laughs> we gotta think of a good name. <laughs> Geeksers, go to the movies. <laughs> you know, we're gonna we're gonna reboot the Indiana Jones theory. We're gonna get Aldrin Emmerich to be uh, Indiana Jones. He'll will love it. That is great. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the movie would see that coming. I'd be like, like, it's like son of a bitch. Wait, what? <laughs> they got the same guy who played Harrison Ford as a young kid as a Harrison Ford as a young kid for Indiana Jones. Get the fuck out of here. It's a prequel. Cause like, what? That was bastards. <laughs> somebody in somebody in Paramount's going. <laughs> Number one, we did it. <laughs> Who's going to stop me? <laughs> We've already filmed it. It's in the can. It'll be out next month. <laughs> and Warner Brothers going. Son of a Everyone's looking, going. Fuck! <laughs> Out next month, it's called Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Redundancy. <laughs> like just something. It's Indiana Jones Year Twelve. <laughs> what? I don't get it. Exactly. You're gonna go see it. <laughs> You just want to see I got my money. <laughs> right. You're like, God damn it. That's... Sean, that's evil genius bullshit. That's right, it is. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right, Ed. So, um... Okay, Ed. I'm just going to say, for years, you and I are in the video game era. Yeah. Okay, we were there when it was birthed. Yeah. You know, we... And we're old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember during that time in my period of life, we've heard numerous amounts of times... Excuse me, I feel like a... <laughs> numerous amounts of times how video games will destroy your brain, ride it, you're a waste of space. Yeah. Right? Multiple times. Right. Well, and apparently video games can can enhance decision-making skills, brain imaging study finds. All right. So, that's right, Ed. Um, A great deal of attention, this is from New Atlas, by the way. A great deal of attention is often given to the negative effects of video games. Excessive game playing can undoubtedly be detrimental for some people, taking time away from exercising and social activities, and disrupting sleep. 
But for several years, researchers have discovered video games can also have the capability to generate a number of cognitive benefits. A new study from the researchers at Georgia State University used fictional magnetic renaissance imaging, or fMRI, to explore the effects of video game playing one has on brain activity during decision-making tasks. The researchers explained that, quote, since video game playing often demands rapidly utilizing incoming sensory information and precisely making decisions repeatedly, decision-making tasks are relevant for probing the effects of video game playing. Just under 50 young subjects were recruited uh, for the study. 28 were classified as regular video game players, which which to them means more than five hours of gaming per week. Amateur? (laughs) They gotta bump those numbers up. More than five hours of gaming per week. Five hours a week. It's less than an hour a day. I'm on the toilet longer than that. I take shits longer than you I guys play. I think you play five hours a day. That's uh, easily. <laughs> I take it as a fucking second job that I don't get paid with. It's like my day is off. Stacy leaves to go out from work. She moment she leaves, that TV goes on, that video game's chumming, and I'm burning till she comes home. Fucking, where, why didn't you call me? I would have been like, five hours per week? Really? So you're saying I'm doing it wrong? <laughs> Like I, don't, what do you say? Like I don't, I'm confused. Who? Oh, you guys have job. I have a job too. Like I don't, in the industry, right? Like what are you? Fucking amateurs. Uh, it's like saying you're a serial killer with only killing three buys, and you're next to Charlie Manson. He's looking at you going, what? Get the. <laughs> sitting, at a, sitting at a campfire with Michael Myers, Jason, and Nightmare, and what do you call it? Freddy Krueger going, Yeah, I killed about like two people. I'm a serial killer. And they're going, Bitch. What did you do? That? I did that two hours ago. <laughs> so inside the MRI machine, the participant, and oh, by the way, 19 of them were non players. They played less than one hour per week gaming. I don't know those people. I don't think I'll fight those people. It should have been two classes. It should have been three classes. You got those 19 people who play less than one hour per week. And you got those guys who are 28, you know, the 28 people who play more than five hours. Then you get a couple ringers in. The guys who are like, yeah, I play like 10 hours a week. A day. A day. I play like, what time is it? I, I took time off from gaming to show up for this fucking test. And when I leave, I'm going to go home. My game's on pause. <laughs> You've got a handheld. I'm sitting in the is This is... I gotta go, I got a game pause at home, but I'm playing this one. Right, I'm gonna like, kill him some time. Like, what? I can't take this in the MRI with me? Why not? Magnets? <sighs> Fuck, all right. Put it over the side. I go, well, I guess I'll get back to it. I go, oh, you're done? Yeah, fine. Thank We could do now. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna finish my game. This game? No, no, I got another game on pause. I was... I'm in the middle of something now. I like you game a traveling game. Right. I game in between my games. <laughs> that's that's the people you need, but those, those if you're trying to look for a younger crowd, I guess, you know what those old head guys being like, dude, five hours a week? I was born five hours a day. You don't know nothing, son. You know nothing to game five hours. <laughs> Fun more than five hours of gaming per week. Who's not? Excuse me. Back in my day, 
that's that's an afternoon. <laughs> Are you sure that's not a typo now, somewhere? You, you, should that be fifty? Because easily I put that time in. Five hours was just after school before I went to bed. <laughs> Eight bits, five hours. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Why do you think my generation's bitter? <laughs> So apparently inside the MR machine, the participants completed a motion categorization test designed to measure the decision-making ability. The test involved watching two sets of different colored dots moving in opposite directions. After viewing the dots for two seconds, the subjects would have to immediately respond with what directions they thought one specific color of dots were moving. They would have three seconds to respond before the task repeated. The task was designed to help evaluate how quickly the brain can process sensory information and make a decision in response. All right? Yeah. Got it? I hate science articles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From a straightforward behavioral perspective, the researchers found that the video game players were more accurate in their answers and faster to respond compared to the non-gamers. But more interesting, the brain imaging data indicated that gamers also had different brain responses to the task. Okay. This is a quote. As the study, this study demonstrates that video game players have improved performance on decision-making tasks and that these differences correlate to specific changes in the node and network activities in and across the lingual gyrius, uh, which is the supplementary motor area of the thalamus. The researchers concluded in this new study, these results indicate that video game playing potentially enhances several of the sub-processes for sensation, perception, and mapping to action to improve decision-making skills. The researchers indicated that these findings raise possibility of video games being used for cognitive training. The next step is to explore whether non uh, non-video game players could be exposed to a small volume of gaming as a test to find out whether decision-making brain responses are improved. Uh, these findings begin to illuminate how video game playing alter the brain in order to improve task performance and their potential implications for increasing task-specific activity, the study noted. The study leads not only uh, not only a potential method of cognitive training, but also understanding how the training will affect the brain. Uh, let's see. The prior study recruited a number of non-gamers split into two groups. One group played 50 hours of a first-person shooter game, and the other group played 50 hours of a slow-paced strategy game. The whole cohort then completed a number of tasks designed to measure their decision-making skills. The study found out that those trains on the action games were 25% faster to respond to decision-making tests compared to the strategy gamers. And perhaps more surprisingly, the action train gamers were just as accurate in their responses. Uh, this is not a, It's not the case that the action gamers are trigger happier and less accurate. They're just as, they are just as accurate and also faster, noted the co-author um, back in 2010. Action games players make more correct decisions per unit time. If you're a surgeon or if you're in the middle of a battlefield, that can make all the difference. Uh, more recently, a systematic review of 27 studies published last year found video games do improve cognitive skills and decision-making. However, the review did cautiously conclude that though there are brain-training benefits to video games, there are plenty of problems caused by excessive gaming. Ultimately, the review suggested there should be future research to develop video games which can be controlled by a teacher in order to prove student cognitive learning. Ed? 
There you have it. All right. So all those parents are sitting there going, kids, video games rot your brain. They probably are just smarter than you and make better decisions. The faster decisions. Okay. And they're more precise with their, their choices. Now, I just find it interesting. Like, you know, back when we were kids, it was, it's going to rot your brain. Right. It's going to make you more violent. And I'm just, I'm all, my response is, really? What video games were playing during the Crusades? World War Two, World War One. What was the video game of choice back then? Because I mean, I think those people were just as violent. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, one might say, well, you know, it's less and less, but I, I don't. Gamers are the future, Ed. <laughs> I don't go that far. But all right. Well, well. Now, in tandem with that, Sony announced PlayStation Star as a loyalty program for gamers. <laughs> I figured I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so uh, Sony says PlayStation Stars, which rolls out later this year, is definitely not NFTs. By the way, um, for years of the thrill of nabbing a platinum trophy on PlayStation is motivated by one thing: bragging rights. But later this year, once PlayStation rolls out its new loyalty program, you actually reap tangible benefits. Um, red dollars, kind of. Uh, called PlayStation Stars, it'll be a free membership that allows you to earn points by playing games. You can earn them by logging into your PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 once per month. You can earn them by six, once a month again. <laughs> <laughs> you can also um, earn them by successfully completing specific trophies. Oh, I don't need that ad. Show them up. Um, you can also earn them by completing challenges, winning a tournament, for instance, or being the first person in your time zone to earn a platinum trophy. That's awarded for checking off all the other trophies. If for those people who don't know what a platinuming is, because mm. you know some people have switches and that's it. Yeah, they don't know the award program. Um, <laughs> and then uh, if it's awarded for checking off all, for a major blockbuster, Sony will release highly anticipated God of War Ragnarok for PS4 and PS5 in November. Um, if you're signed up for PlayStation Plus, Sony recently revamped subscription services that feature a game-on-demand library at higher price tiers. You'll earn points automatically for purchases you make in the PlayStation Store. Uh, kind of like the Nintendo eShop currently has something like that. You earn coins for every dollar that you spend in right. the store. And that you can use those coins to help knock off prices of other games. Hmm. Um, PlayStation hasn't detailed the rate at which you'll earn points for PlayStation Star activities or how many points you'll need to actually redeem for any rewards. Uh, history doesn't exactly point at a fast rate here. As of 2017, the Sony Rewards Program started re- rewarding you for a successful completion of trophies, but the math worked out to, like, pennies. Uh, the PlayStation representative told Kotaku, that's the way I'm getting the article, that PlayStation Stars will not replace Sony Rewards. PlayStation Stars is a separate program, the rep said. Uh, and then there is this lifted word for word from the official announcement. <coughs> also, as part of PlayStation Stars, we are unveiling a new type of reward called digital collectibles. Collectibles are as diverse as our portfolio of products and franchises. They are digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. There will always be a new collectible to earn, an ultra-rare collectible to strive for, or something surprising to collect just for fun. Uh, yeah, they're not the only person who said their NFT tripwire activated. Uh, though Sony swears PlayStation Star has nothing to do with the controversial trend of NFTs. 
Uh, when asked in an interview with the Washington Post, Sony VP Grace Chen repeated the phrase, definitely not, in three separate incidences over the course of four sentences. And right. here, here's the quote. It's definitely not NFTs, Chen said. Definitely not. You can't trade them or sell them. It's not leveraging any blockchain technologies and definitely not NFTs. Right. <laughs> all right. There you have it. So, all right. Uh, something else to screw around with. So, <laughs> something else that you'll like. I'm like, something else I'll never get. <laughs> like, I mean, if you get points for checking in, all right, maybe like you know, playing games, maybe getting some trophies. Like, hey, Sean, you got half a star for you know getting that that bronze trophy. Like, all right, fine. But if they're like, hey, Sean, you platinum this, you'll get this. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like, I I I don't think I have many platinum you know trophies right. in my time. You know, I'm like, but it, I guess it depends on the game. You know, if it's like a Lego game and it's like, hey, there's a big prize if you platinum, count me in. Right. But if it's like, hey, Sean, if you platinum Elden Ring, you're going to get this. And fuck you. I'm never going <laughs> to happen. happen in there. Never going to happen. <laughs> never going to get it. 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 Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was uh, just funny, though, because the article did mention Thor, Ra- or, uh, not Thor Ragnarok. It's kind of War Ragnarok. Right. Because of the say like yesterday I got a text not yes, two days ago I got a text from you saying that it was being you you could pre order the game and I'm right. like and I'm like, wait, what? They're making another one? Like I had no clue. Like my radar did not tell me that this is See, okay, now I'm gonna a new say- God of War game. <laughs> and I got all excited. I was just like <laughs> Hold on. And let's go to the tape. So I still have that conversation. All right. Because right. I'm I'm sitting here thinking, uh, like, uh, here it is, Friday, 2.10. God of War is now available for pre-order. What? <laughs> I'm like, <clears throat> God of War is available for pre-order. Are you telling me there's a new God of War game coming out? And at this point, I'm going, he's fucking with me. <laughs> no, he's such a God of War fan. He's got to know. I mean, he's clearly seen the trailer, the teaser trailers for Ragnarok. I've known about that for like the last six months. The game, it was just a question of when it was going to be released. And if they were going to release like a special PS5, they're not. You know, just throwing it out there. But I'm like, I'm like, and I, so I send him, because I work in the industry, I send him a, a, a paper of all three available editions to pre-order. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are curious, it's the, if you haven't watched the, well, I have a PS5, so there's like, for you, there's a, an actual video of an unboxing of both of the collector sets. Okay. Um, there's the standard edition for the PS4 and PS5, and it comes with Kratos Risen Snow Armor and Atreus Risen Snow Tunic. Um, but then there's the God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition, which is $200. Um, limited quantities. It comes with a... This, this is... I'm going to get to that last one. It comes with a steelbook display case, two-inch Vanir twin carvings, Dwarven dice set, six die, with a carrying bag, a uh, 16-inch Molnir replica, because Thor's in this one. Uh, Kratos Darkdale armor and Atreus Darkdale attire. Uh, Darkdale blade handlers for the Blades of Chaos. Axe grip, it's basically digital tchotchkes. And an avatar set and uh, PlayStation 4 theme. All right. Also comes with a voucher for the God of War Ragnarok on PS4, PS5. With that, basically, what that is, is that for that $200, you get a digital version of the game... And a steel book for it. Yeah, because it says no disc in it. There's no disc in it. It's a digital code. Right. I'm like, all right. 
Who gets better? God of War Ragnarok, the Jotnir edition. That is, by the way, sold out at the moment. Um, and it is $260. $260, right, Ed? Uh-huh. Uh, it comes with the Steelbook display case. No game. The digital. It's the digital collector's edition of the game. Not, not, not the game. No physical disc. Uh, two inch. The same two inch uh, twin carvings. The sixteen inch Molnir replica. Um, this one does, does come with Brock dice set with a carrying bag. Completely different set. Um, instead of the dwarven dice set from the other ones, it's a different set of die. Mm-hmm. They look the same though. If you watch the video, just paint it differently. Uh, a seven inch vinyl record with the music from the composer Bear McCreary. Uh, Falcon, Bear, and Wolf print pin set representing Kratos' family. A uh, legendary Dumpner ring in a red cloth bag and a something cloth map featuring the nine realms. I mean, it's beautiful. I, I suggest watching the video. It's a beautiful set. But again, I, I'm looking at it going, all of that, and I still get a digital copy of the game right. with a steel book. So if I want to have the game in the steel book, I need to buy that game twice. Right. I need to buy it, and I'm like, that's crazy, crazy. So, even after I send that to him, he's like, oh my God. I'm like, I know, right? (laughs) When is the release date? And again, this whole time going, he's just bullshitting me. There is no possible way that this fool (laughs) thinks I'm buying that he doesn't know that there's not a God of War game. It's his favorite game. That's like saying, Sean... There's going to be a new Assassin's Creed game coming out. I'm going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> How the fuck would I not? How would that get by me? <laughs> like, it, and as you're sitting, as I'm telling you this, as I'm sitting in a room full of Assassin's Creed paraphernalia, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, um, I'm like 11 19 of 2022. He's like, you working tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, I am. You know, <laughs> and I was like, he's like, I guess I'll see you tomorrow for pre order. I'm like, all right. All right. But the first uh, first moment of the thing, I'm like, <laughs> uh, oh, no. I'm like, yeah, Hello. God of Wars and Alpha Pruder. What? I'm like, he's joking. <laughs> and that's why I did the uh-huh, and I did all capitalized, like <laughs> as I'm going, God of War is available for Pruder. Like, like I'm at this point, I'm in on the joke. I'm like, he's just pulling my leg. And then he's like, are you telling me there's a new God of War coming out? I'm like. <laughs> He's got to be kidding. There's no way. No way. He's. He, I've heard. I heard. Sand meathead. <laughs> I heard that they were coming up with another game. Other than that, that was it. Like, after the game was released, and I don't think success it was. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm glad they found a new way to revive this game franchise. Right, series is great, right. And I'm, and, and I'm, and I, it, and then. There was talks about it, but then that was it. Like, I didn't hear shit <laughs> forever. And then all of a sudden, I get a text from you going, <laughs> yeah, it's Velma <laughs> <Pruder>. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, no. so you're like, um, da, 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 da. and I'm thinking, <laughs> like, like you're saying the same thing to me. And I'm like, all right, let me ask you a question. Are you telling me this? Right, because I thought, I'm like, this seemed to be like a no-brainer that you would have known this. And you're like, I'm clueless. And I'm like, he's got to be kidding. And I just kind of blew it off as like, a, he's you know, just having some yuck yucks with them. Yeah, it's funny. Here's the page. <laughs> like, you know, like, make sure you, you know, like, if you want certain items, get it fast. Because the big $261 one is sold out already. Yeah. You know, because people want, 
that set. And then the other one, I might be getting sold out soon. I don't know. I'm not sure. But either way, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm just playing around with him. Yeah, sure. He, he knows. He's just, he's just making fun. He's just like, yeah, I feel like this is going, I feel like he's sitting there going, no, no shit, Sherlock. I do know that the fucking game's coming out because I'm on top of that shit because God of War's my jam. And I'm just going to be like, <laughs> I'm just like, what? You're telling me there's a game? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I'm like, oh, he's just fucking with me. And you're like, no, he's dead serious. Dead ass. No cap. <laughs> like, I just think, oh, okay, uh, surprise. <laughs> you just say he did get it. <laughs> he did pre-order. I just got the game. I think right. I think get the the extra because my wife. I told my wife, and I was like, I think it was I think it was Friday night because I was taking her to. She was dog sitting this weekend for her sister. And I was telling her about it. I was like, yeah, there's three versions of it, blah, blah, blah. And I showed her the picture you sent me. Uh-huh. And she's like, you just really want the game, right? And I'm like, I've got adult money now. <laughs> I can find what I want. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I just really want the game. I really don't want the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm getting, I pre-ordered the game, I think, yesterday. I was like, I just want the game. I don't care about all that extra stuff. Like, the the, the Thor's hammer looks kind of neat. But again, I'm sitting there going, where the fuck am I going to put this? <laughs> but it's funny because you were the guy years ago that would buy it. Like, I remember the, the Arkham games. Right. You bought that Joker statue right. thing. Yeah, it came with the Joker standing on a table right. with the knife thing. Yeah. It was brilliant. I mean, you're wrong. I mean, it was it was It was, it was gorgeous looking. Right. But you're going, what do you do with it after you... Right. Like, I mean, like, I'll tell you that that Joker statue is still in the box that I bought the game in. <laughs> I, I've never unboxed it. I've never put it out. Yeah. Uh, the, what do you call it? I have... I got it as a gift, though, is the Death Stranding. I have the suitcase with the baby in the jar. Everything. Stacey will never let me put it out anyway because she thinks it's creepy as fuck. Right. And I agree with her. It is creepy as fuck. I'll just let that stay in this where it's at. Like, right. you know... I, Yes, there is plenty of the collector's edition. I got the collector's edition. It comes with a statue, and that statue's still in the box, and it's not out anywhere because I got no fucking room for it. In my head, it's like, one day I'll have, you know, a bigger place, and I'll be able to put a whole room of my stuff in there. there you was, know? What was that one? The dogs. Uh, that was a hacker one. Uh, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs, yeah. Uh-huh. Because you got the, yeah, you got the, uh, what was it? That? Oh, no, you, it was, that one was um, the infamous uh, Second Son because, no, it was Watch Dogs. It came with a cap. Well, no, it had, had, it had the uh, oh, like the, a, the cover like the a, mouth and all the, like the a face mask type face thing, mask, and then that the statue. The uh-huh. statue was nice. I mean, don't be wrong, right? Because we, we premiered it, I think, on the uh, on the live show. Right, we right, right. I, see, I completely forgot I had that. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember you putting it on, and it like sucked your right. face in, like you know. I'm like, can you still breathe? <laughs> like, who knew there was going to be a fashion statement like a few years later? <laughs> like, <laughs> Because at the time, I'm like, these things are ridiculous. Or um, Dishonored. Dishonored had one of those things, too, where you could have, like, a full face mask of the, the mask that they wear, or you get, like, a half mask. And I'm like, yeah, who the fuck wears these things? Like, only bank robbers would wear these. And little did I know, pand- one pandemic later, everyone fucking wears shit like that. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I was ahead of the curve. I shouldn't wear my shit all the time. <laughs> So, yeah. So, hey, everybody, guess what? God of War game was announced. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that because I was just like, oh, you know. All right. And controversy. Controversy. Dealing with Baby Yoda, with Grogu. Okay. I'm talking serious controversy. Okay. Okay. Gremlins director slams Baby Yoda as completely stolen and shamelessly copied. 
go on. All right. All right, so beef is brewing between Baby Yoda and the Gremlins. Filmmaker Joe Dante, who popularized the Gremlins with his 1984 horror comedy and its 1990 sequel, recently told the San Francisco Chronicle via IndieWire that Baby Yoda is nothing but a shameless ripoff of the eponymous creature, particularly Lee Gremlin named Gizmo. This is a quote. I think the longevity of the film is really key to this one character, Gizmo, uh, who is essentially like a baby, Dante told the publication, which brings me, of course, to the subject of Baby Yoda, who was completely stolen and is just out-and-out copied. Shamelessly, I would think. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Yoda debuted the pilot. The article's recent, but they do call it Baby Yoda. Debuted the pilot episode of Disney and Lucasfilm Star Wars streaming series, The Mandalorian. Their adorable creature present helped the show break the pop culture zeitgeist over the first two seasons. The second, which revealed that Grogu is the real name of Baby Yoda. Uh, the Gremlin franchise is returning this fall thanks to HBO Max animated series Gremlin's Secrets of the Mugwai, which Dante served as a consultant on. The series features voice cast that includes the Mandalorian star Ming Nang Wen, um, D.B. Wong, and James Hong. Even the Gremlins come into television. Dante maintains that the franchise became so popular because of the theatrical experience. Uh, whenever I host a screening of either screening of either of those pictures, I always ask. When I introduce it, raise your hand how many people haven't seen these movies. There was always about a third of the audience, usually young, who haven't seen the movies. Um, they're somewhat different than the run-of-the-mill movie. They're offbeat in the way that I think that one of the reasons why they're so popular. Uh, the people of my generation who love movies love them because they saw them with an audience. I've seen these pictures over the years many times all over the world, and they've always played well in a crowded theater. Uh, so, Shamelessly! Ed. Shamelessly. Now, I mean... Okay, let's let's be honest. There's a side by side photo of him, right? <laughs> and I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, one if you put brown and white fur on Grogu, he kind of looks like a gremlin. He kind of looks like you know, what's his face? Yeah, but I mean, it's like any cute any cute animal that you know that has like big ears could fit in that category. Sure, you're right, and that, I, and that makes it makes it more difficult. My dog can almost pass in that. She got big ears, right. kind of, you know, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, you put you put you put the right fur on something, and it's sure. like it's like oh my god, it's Gizmo, and, right. you're, and you're going, it's it's not because it's like you know it's it's well what what would Yoda look like as a child? Like that's what you that's right. what you have to right look right at. right. You can almost say well then you know Yoda's a grown up version of a Mugwai, right? Like you know, she, like he had a bad accident, and, you know, chemo, and the next you know he saw his hair fall out, right. like you know, and now he looks like that. Who knew they were all green? Right. You know, and fuzzy ears, like. <laughs> You know, but yeah, I, I I think cuteness is 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 measured of ears, ear length versus eye radius. Right. I think the bigger the eyes and the bigger the ears, the cuter they become. So I think that there's a there is a, a, a moment in time, or there's a formula to go. Okay, for maximum cuteness, ears need to be from tip to tip, twelve inches long. You know, and and then eyes a radius of like. Four inches, right? You know, like I don't know if that's true, but I guarantee you, if someone made a head and put twelve, you're probably like, "Oh my god, it's fucking adorable!" Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking all my artists, all our artist listeners, just an experiment. Take a take a head, you know, tip to tip, ear, take the ears side to side, from the left side to the right side. That's you know, twelve inches across. Right. So you can maybe make the edges 
from side of head to tip four and a half, maybe five inches in length. Right. You know, I guess. Or that would be 12 inches across. That'd be, you know, maybe three and a half, four inches. Right? Because that'd be four and four is eight. And then the rest of the face would be, you know, three inches in width. Mm. And then you make the eyes kind of like about three inches round. I think cuteness. Right. Cuteness. Just plain and simple. Maybe you can get maybe you get the ears out to like four or five inches, maybe. But then the head's got to be a little bigger, and the eyes got a well, little you bigger. Got, you're gonna have two, three inch eyes, right? A piece that's six inches right there right. alone. Like think, think. Plus, you have the bridge in the middle of the nose. <laughs> right. so, now, so now you got like a quarter of an inch there. So right. you're not really the, the ears are not really gonna be. They're gonna be like three inches a piece. Right. You know. Maybe right. Yeah. You, you gotta work those numbers up. They gotta be at least four inches. You know, and from so, side of head. So that, out to yeah. The, Right, four inches. It's I a think. little bit bigger, but the, the the idea though is is that like basically what you're saying is Joe Dante, you ripped off Dumbo. Is what oh you're snap! <laughs> it's really what you're saying, <laughs> sir. If you say that <sighs> Grogu got ripped off by by you, then <sighs> you ripped off Dumbo. Oh, Ed! <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> Ed's making bold claims. He's swinging that blame brush wide. You saw a Disney movie. You go, hey, what if we miniaturize the, right, the put body? Put fur on him. Put fur on him. Cuteness. Let's <laughs> right. go. Right. And then we take the, we can do it. We can make them all gnarly. Still cute ears though, because let's say stripe bad guy. People still love him. Right. You know, he's just naughty. <laughs> <laughs> he stitch. Okay. This one's a little difficult. I got two articles left, right? <coughs> okay. okay. This one's tough. Um, and the other one I'm probably going to be passing on. We'll probably use that next show. Um, the last one is... Uh, um, this one is... Army Hammer. <laughs> oh, gee. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. For those who don't know, Army Hammer is, was an actor. Yeah. Um, he played the Lone Ranger in the Lone Ranger movie from uh-huh. Disney. Uh, he just most recently was in Death Death of the Nile, um, the Kenneth Branagh sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Right. Um, fine actor. He played uh, twin brothers in the Social Network movie. He was uh, also in Man and uh, Uncle. Right. Man and Uncle. He yeah. was the American spy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, he has come into a little bit of trouble. He, here's the story, but, but he had, last year, um, his acting career came to an abrupt halt last year after a number of allegations, including rape, were made against him. He was subsequently, he was dropped by his talent agency and withdrew from an upcoming movie with Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Hammer has denied many of these allegations against him, as always. Um, last week, However, last week, flyers from a resort in the Cayman Islands started circulating on Twitter and depicted a photo of Hammer as a personal concierge who would help you, quote, help you get the very best from your vacation. However, Hammer's lawyer, um, Andrew Brettler, confirmed the flyers are fake and a hotel employee told Variety that it was a prank. But then, images of Hammer working at a timeshare salesperson emerged this past weekend and it looks like they might be real. Okay. Uh, this is another quote. He's working at the resort and selling timeshares. He's working at a cubicle, a source told Variety. The reality is he's totally broke and he's trying to fill the days and earn money to support his family. Uh, another source said that an attempt to deny his employment were to protect the former actor. 
the fur they further said that before his time as a timeshare salesperson he managed an apartment complex in the area close to his children and ex-wife who also live in the cayman islands although hammer is a great grand although hammer is the great grandson of oil tycoon armand hammer the source further alleged that he is not being financially supported by his family which is the reason why needing to work a normal and respectable job. As for Hammer's lawyer, he told Entertainment Weekly, I can't confirm or deny it because Army hasn't addressed it. I just think it's shitty that if he's selling timeshares, the media is shaming him for having a normal job. What's the story here? Um, and this is you know, from BuzzFeed, obviously. So, That's the story, Ed. I, I mean, I, I don't. Like, <laughs> well, the, the thing is that this like, this I, one's tough to touch because I I know he's going through some problems. Bro, I mean, he's know. got he's got allegations against him, and so you can't you can initially you want to sit there and go, well, you want to take a side right then and there. Right. However, we live in that world when the moment you take a side, what if that person's wrong? Like, right. what if what if what if he is clear of these allegations and their false claims, and he proves himself in the court of law, and and he can move on. His career's already done. Mm. Like, it's one of those things, like, public opinion has already killed his career. Right. So, he gets dropped by his agency. You know, what happens then is he turns around and sues everybody for false false claims. Right. You know, but his acting career might not be coming back anytime soon. Right. I mean, keep in mind, too, this was a guy at one point in time was slated to be um, Batman. Yeah, remember that um, the uh, it was the Justice League movie where he was going to be. I think he was going to he was going to be Bruce Wayne. Okay, <clears throat> um, it was um, um, the guy who created the Man Max movies, um, Hammer Hammer uh, Miller. Yeah, um, he was he they was doing a, a Justice League movie at the time, and Adrian Brody was a Flash. Not Adrian Brody, Adam Bro Adam Brody. Um, Adam, yeah, I think it's Adam Brody. You know, you're looking at me kind of funny. Yeah. There was... Uh, and it was remember. Adrian Brody. I know there was an Adam Brody. But, uh, yeah, he was in a TV show. Uh, let's see. What's his... Uh, Miller's... What's his first name? Uh, got to... Now, <laughs> <laughs> now I have to do all this. I got to do research. Mad Max. Mad Max movies directed by... Mad Max. It's directed by... George Miller. George Miller. Okay. So, George Miller, see um, It would have been back in the 90s, and nothing was really made, but it was talked about that he was... Oh, let's see, what's his name again? Frank Miller? Not Frank Miller. Mi George. George Miller. Okay, hold on. Let me do this. George Miller's Justice League. Whew, okay, so here's the cast. All right. All right. Um, there's actually a promo photo, too, it looks like. <laughs> All right. So, uh, 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 uh. George Miller, known this, called the Justice League Mortal. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if they could become something more, to see if they could work together when we needed them to and fight, fight the battles that we never could. Um, this is from Collider. Why George Miller's Justice League never... Now, the cast was Adam Brody was Barry Allen. Megan Gal was going to be Wonder Woman. DJ Cartrona was going to be Superman. Uh, Jay Burshaw was going to be Maxwell Lord. Uh, Santiago Cabrera was going to be Aquaman. 
Uh, 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 Common was going to be John Stewart, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny they don't have Army Hammer, Bruce Wayne slash Batman. So they were going to have John Joe's played by Hugh Keysbine, uh, Iris Allen, Zoe. So there was, you know, um, let's see, I'm trying to think that uh, Justice League, Mortal, DC, we could. It was a film was shelved and no longer production. It was going to be loosely based off the comic book storylines, JLA, Tower of Babel, and Superman Sacrifice. Plot was to be added. Cast, Army Hammer, Megan Gale, the crew, blah, blah, blah. Production history in February 2007. Warner Brothers hired Kieran and Michael Mulroney to write a script for Justice League, which they handed it handed that in that June to positive feedback to the studio. George Miller signed on to direct it in September 2007. Uh, while the studio hoped filming would start before 2007-2008, the Writers Guild of America strike happened. Mm. In addition, the studio was considering filming Justice League completely in motion capture, similar to Beowulf. Uh, Barry Osborne was to produce with a $220 million budget. Filming was supposed to start in February 20, uh, 2008, in Australia, where post-production would also be conducted, some shooting some shooting was taking place at Sydney High Heads, while local colleges were scout, uh, scouted. But in January 2008, Warner Brothers announced the film was an indefinite hold, allowing an options to la- to lapse for the cast. The studio felt the script needed perfecting, which was impossible because of the writer's strike. As soon as the strike ended, Warner Brothers wanted to start filming in mid-April of that year. Um, but in February 2008, it was announced that the production would go to Canada, despite Miller's wishes to keep production at Fox Studios Australia. The Maroon Maroonies are currently rewriting the script. <laughs> um, Merritt Allen was originally hired as a costume designer, but she died in November 2007. What a workshop took over costume design, a decision opens the possibility of, this, of the sister company, Weta Digital, doing the visual effects. While the cast for the film was never officially declared, various news brokes above were able to confirm a number of Miller's casting choices, for which he chose predominantly younger actors who he had hoped would grow into their roles over the course of a film trilogy. Mm. The decision to cast lesser-known actors as rece- has received negative feedback from comic book fans on the internet. Brody, Common, Gal, and Hammer would have to physically train for their roles. In October 2007, roughly 40 actors and actresses auditioned for the league, among them Joseph Cross, Mike Ryan, a bunch of people, Adrian Padalecki, apparently. Yeah. I guess she makes sense, Wonder Woman, because then she did eventually become that for yeah. a little bit yeah. for an episode. <laughs> uh, concerning the epitomous Justice League, Adam Brody had been cast as Barry Allen, DJ Contra Superman, they go through the list of uh, Jessica Biel had turned down the role as Wonder Woman, while Mary Elizabeth Weinstead auditioned. Uh, from February to 2000, from February to April, the much maligned product was subject to rumors before it eventually being put on an indefinite hiatus. In a recent interview, producer Joel Silver stated that Justice League had been tabled. In August of 2008, director George Miller was quoting saying, The Flick's production initially planned for Oz had been moved offshore with a plan to resume filming next year. However, on August 22nd, Wall Street Journal reported that Warner's new plan to release four individual solo movies within the next three years before doing multiple character movies, much like the Marvel rivals um, with the Avengers product. So <clears throat> then, of course, it was the, the Dark Knight movies came out. So, like, after Chris Nolan, the Avengers, it just started getting pushed to the side. And of course, you need you, know, you bring in Zack Snyder. 
he gets his vision in, so this movie never would have came. But Army Hammer was supposed to be Bruce Wayne Batman. Wow. That's a long way of going around. That's that's how movies get made and fail at the same time. Shit happens. Yeah. You know, like, you go, like, look, I wonder what that would look like. Because, I mean, Miller is a, a brilliant director. And the Mad Max movies, uh, f- you know, Fury Road, and he's doing the Furiosa movie. Um, he also, what movie did he just come out with? It was a regular movie that I was interested in seeing. Um, shit, now i got to go back. You know. But, Ed, so... You want to, like, over the course of history, actors come and go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you find out what actors do on the side. Um, <clears throat> Vanilla Ice. Here's a good example. Vanilla Ice was had a great music career. And then eventually, shamed into leaving the music industry. Mm. And now has a successful construction company. Mm-hmm. Where he has a, you know, a show where he does, you know, re, you know do, doing... Uh, revamping houses again. Right. Um, <clears throat> there are other actors and musicians who have gone through changes in their life where they're not their sh- their stars doesn't shine as brightly, and they have to get real jobs. Um, I think Army is in that position where you're going, okay, well now, and it's the Cayman Islands. I don't know what their extradition laws are, but I mean, if he's found guilty of the charges, I'm assuming he would have to pay for those crimes. Mm. If he is found innocent of those crimes, what do you do as an actor? Like, will he be able to act again? Will someone be able to take a chance with him and be able to say, like, hey, I personally feel like someone's going to be daring enough to be like, you know what, I'll put him in a movie because, you know why? Two reasons. One, controversy will sell tickets. And two, if he's really, really good, it's a comeback film. Right. You know, like, how many actors have gotten that second bite of the acting apple Right, well, like like Johnny Depp. I don't know if, if you have an article on that one or not. But I jo- don't. Okay, Johnny Depp. Uh, they recently talked about he's coming back to the Pirates. That, that has not been confirmed. I it, Here's the thing. is Someone said, would he come back if they offered him $300 million? Not the said, movies. No. That, and that was the saying. You, okay. you, you cut me the quick on this. Sorry. Not the movies, but like they, they wanted to take his likeness out of the ride. Like, gotcha. like, because there's a there. The, he's in a, he's right. in both the California and uh, Florida. Well, I, I don't I don't know about California, but he's in the, he's definitely in the Florida his, one. His character, know. his character is definitely in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, game, right? And so, like, they wanted kind of to distance themselves at the time because sure. of what's going on. Sure. And it's just like because like they find him guilty. Disney's gonna go. I have no fucking clue. This guy, uh, who's that? Uh, Johnny yeah, who? Johnny who? Johnny what? <laughs> you know, those movies would have disappeared faster. Right, than, right. It would have yeah, been, you know, it been like a, it would have been a blip on a wall. Right, right. And, and now that, of course, now that they they came to his favor, Disney's kind of going, "Hey, buddy, uh, buddy, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna put you in another movie, Johnny. You're my favorite friend." Favorite now, now we don't have to spend money removing you from our rides. Like, like oh, you know, like thanks. Johnny, thanks for saving us a bunch of money <laughs> right. by being innocent, by being proven you're right. <laughs> oh, we are so glad. <laughs> I don't have to reevaluate and put him into reproduction. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, like stuff like that. You're going like, like now, Johnny's movie catalog is saved in a way like right it's preserved it's preserved like now now it's worth something again you know right because like, you would have sold on voodoo for five bucks a pop you know uh, like, fucking, i can't wait for those pirate movies come get fucking five bucks a pop buy them all right so, uh, so, voodoo you already have a future customer <laughs> don't 
telling you right now. I already have the pirate movies on digital, except for like the last one, but they're all standard definitions because Disney, fuck you, right? Because right? I had a nice little, it's a nice little chess set. It's like a, a treasure chest. You open it up, and it's like it's a tre- it's it's beautiful. It's a nice little chest. Right. However, standard edition of the movies, and I'm like, it can't happen. They're they're on 4K right now. I'm not buying them at 4K. Five bucks, I'm in. Right, five bucks, I'm in. If they give me, the, I'm in. <laughs> but, but those those that hope is now gone because right. because they cannot now now they can unload those pirate movies right. for 15 bucks a pop right. now because it's like J- yeah. Johnny's innocent. So like you know he's he he. he proved it you know like right. basically in a court of law he found was found justified so put him back in the market <laughs> regular price you know off price. auditorium the pirates movie <laughs> from the vault <laughs> so so that's that's the thing now so, streaming on disney plus again <laughs> but, but army hammer he doesn't have that he doesn't johnny, have that johnny clout like he doesn't have johnny Dutt numbers he is he is a good solid actor but he has always been it's never hey did you hear army hammer's in a new movie no like you're like I can't wait to go see it. Right. I, when you see Man of Uncle, Man from Uncle, you're not seeing it for him. You're seeing it for Henry Cavill. Right. You know? <laughs> you're going. Oh, I know. I recognize one of those two guys. The <laughs> <laughs> you know, same, like Lorne Ranger. You're actually really seeing it for Johnny Depp. Right. You know? it's, you're you're, you're seeing it for Johnny Depp. Going Johnny Depp with a, fe- a, a feather headdress. I'm in. Yeah. You know, like all right. There's, there's all those movies. So you're, you're going. There, there, there. You have. He hasn't met, reached that status, which is right, a shame. Right. And the Lone Ranger status. You go. He's got Lone Ranger money. No. Does he? Because who remembers him? Everybody remembers Johnny Depp in that movie. Right. <laughs> who? Who's Lone Ranger? Who's Lone Ranger. Army Hammer. Arm and Hammer. The baking soda company. No. <laughs> the actor. Army Hammer. Yeah. Uh, well, it sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Is that the old tycoon? It's grand. It's his great grandson. Oh, okay. Well, I guess he's got fuck you money. I guess. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Clearly, he's working in the Cayman Islands in timeshare at a desk. <laughs> but, I mean, that's got to be weird now. When you when you walk in, you want a timeshare in the Cayman Islands. You got yeah, like I'm Ar- Army Hammer. Were you the, the actor? <laughs> the actor? <laughs> like, hey, you're, you're the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Weren't you supposed to be Batman? <laughs> I heard a story that you had. There's a weren't you in the social network? <laughs> right. I thought dude, you don't have a twin brother. That's really good acting, dude. I thought you had a twin brother. <laughs> Maybe your twin brother is the guy who did it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe someone confused your twin brother with you, and no, there was no twin brother. It's me. Oh, so you did do it? No, I didn't do it. I'm, but I mean, okay, well, just saying. All right, whatever, dude. What are you doing here? I want to know if you want to sell some timeshare. Like, do you, I'm selling timeshare. Why are you selling timeshare? Uh, never mind. Do you want it or not? I don't know. Can I get a photo first? <laughs> Because I mean, that's that's employee a, of the month little photo thing on him. Like, <laughs> who sold the most timeshare? Army, of course he did. He's got movie star status. <laughs> Does he know? <laughs> that's it. Like, like his coworkers like, are probably all pissed off, right? Like, like I saw Death on the Nile, and it was a good movie. But he and he actually is like I would say second lead because he's married in the movie to Gal Gadot's character. Mm. You know, which is and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, there's a nice little spin to it, obviously, because it's an Agatha Christie novel. But I'm like, that's the last thing I think I've seen him in. I'm like, he was kind of good in it. I like the Lone Ranger movie. I'm sorry. I don't care. Say what you want. He was good. Yeah. I mean, not Johnny Depp good, but... (laughs) (laughs) He was solid. He was solid. He was, you know, he... 
he hammered that movie in place. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's sitting there going, Hi, my name is Army. Um, how would you like to welcome this condo? And this could all be yours three months out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's only for it's this just, price. It's, it's just a shame because it's like you know, I'd say like we like until until all this comes out, like whether he right. is innocent or not, it's it's all this back and forth. You don't know, and it's just like you're right. His, his career is now over, and you're going. I would switch my name. I would. I would probably totally like <laughs> you know my name right because it's like hi, my name's Steve now. Like even if. Even, <laughs> 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 um, okay. Um, Navy Jigsaw, like, 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 you know, like, like, what do you, what do you, what do, you do? But, but the thing is, is that like, it's, it's so hard for him now. Like, even if he's innocent, like, people are going, why are you a timeshare host? And then if he's guilty, it's like double worse for him because now it's just like, right? Because you know that that company is going to be like, you know what? Because of the situation of your current situation, we're going to have to cut ties. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think the him losing his job would be the least of his worries. Right, guilty. Right, like, right, like, look, I hate to I hate to hammer this one home, sir, but <laughs> clearly we're gonna have to let you go. <laughs> As they're they're dragging him off in right. handcuffs, like ah, uh, yeah, sorry. You know, maybe you can call your uncle. <laughs> 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 and, you know, like, too bad you don't have that Bruce Wayne money. I mean, it also shows you too, like, <laughs> oh, man. it also shows you too, like if Johnny Depp, because he for a while he lost projects. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was fine financially because Johnny Depp has had a bigger career than Army. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, like he. Like, Johnny Depp's got fuck you money, right? To so say Johnny, Johnny Hammer doesn't. Johnny Depp would survive either way, like, right? Like you know, like like great, his career would be over, and you know, thing, and it still could be. Like I'm not saying like like somebody's got to take chance now on Johnny Depp and go and mm-hmm. let's put him in a movie. Now, I mean, I don't not think better. he's I don't think he's going to get the money that he normally would get in a right, project. Right, he'd probably kind of be like, I'll take like, he'll do like some side independent projects first, right. show you that he's still got it. What'll happen is, one of those independent projects, this is how Hollywood works, one of those independent projects he's going to be, so, he's going to crush it, and he'll get an Oscar nomination out of it. Right. And then that's when Hollywood's going to go, oh, Johnny Depp's back. Right. You know, clearly he crushed in this independent movie, you know, he got paid scale, and he didn't put on fake nose on or anything like that. Right. He was just Johnny Depp actor. You know, no shtick, no nothing. We're talking nick of time, Johnny Depp. You know, <laughs> before the Paris of the Caribbean, before the Edward Scissorhands, before you know any of that. You know, just plain old Johnny Depp actor. He wins an Oscar. Right. And all of a sudden, he's back. You know, what do you want to do, Johnny? Not work with you fuckers. <laughs> like, uh, you know, un- unfortunately, with Army, if he is found innocent, it's going to be more difficult because he didn't have like a, a bright, shiny star the way Depp does. Right. You know, and it's going to be harder because now someone's going to have to take that risk because he's not even. I mean, let's face it; he's not a huge box office draw to start off with. Right. He works in collaboration with other actors. He's one might say the cartilage in a film 
not necessarily the lead actor in a film. Right. Like you can kind of go like you could be, you could be in a movie and you go oh shit he's in trouble what are we gonna do? Oh, well, he's only in technically in the movie for like fifteen minutes. You know like we can probably redo it with another actor right. or just cut him out of the scenes. Like yeah. you know we'll give him an, <clears throat> we'll pay him whatever the salary is and we'll just cut we'll just put him on the cutting room floor. You know because if he's not in, in you know integral to the plot of the movie or he's just a character that we just. Give somebody else do the lines, right? You know, and you're going, oh, all right. I guess that works. And then he's sitting there going, oh, I got to check for it, and I didn't show up in the film. Like uh, Lena, uh, Lena, Lena Hetty from Thor, you know, Love and Thunder. Apparently, she was in it, and she got paid. Now she's getting sued, or she's trying to sue someone. I don't know, whatever. But you know, it was an article I think we had like a couple weeks back. Oh yeah. You know, but it's just it's it's she can get away with it because she's had. Game of Thrones, like for years, like she—I don't know how safe she is, but controversies aren't the way aren't the way they used to be, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the past, you get a controversy and still get an uptick in sales. Nowadays, it's like if you get some any kind of controversy in the negative sense, it's you're done, you're over. It's gonna it's gonna take you to climb because of the way social media is. I guess that's what it comes down to. Social media will kill a career faster than. The, the person in way of doing it right because once you get like there's still people out there who still take Amber Heard's side of this whole situation Johnny Depp's wrong flat out I'm never going to watch anything he does and they're like yeah but if you watch the trial he, he proved his point and she's not this, not as innocent as she wants to maintain herself to be right. I don't believe it I'm always going to side with her because she's a woman or a man, they're always guilty when it comes to things like that. And it's like, well, not in this case. You know, like, they do agree that they probably weren't good together, but in the grand scheme of things, ha-ha! Right. <laughs> you know? Well, that's the thing. Like, then you you think back and you go, imagine social media back, like, in, like, the 40s, 50s. Oh, yeah. 60s. Right. You know, like, like, like how, how many careers would have been crushed and killed? Sure, I mean... That uh, we have celebrities now that are huge stars. Could like, you imagine a social media platform in the era of Marilyn Monroe and JFK? Oh, my God. Like, she was... There was... She... People already assumed that, that he was having sex with her anyway. Mm. You know, happy birthday, Mr. President. Like, oh, that sounds like she's moaning there. Right. You know, like, you're going, eh, it's not, like, maybe there's something going on. You know? Because <laughs> it's a funny thing that you mentioned. If you watch that video, you could actually see Jackie Kennedy look at her husband going, you fucked her, didn't you? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked her, didn't you, son of a bitch. You have to watch that video. There's a scene where she's looking, and it's just like, she's saying in her head, you fucked her, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah, but- as soon as they walk off the camera, like, hey, hey everybody. You fucked her, didn't you? You fucked Marilyn. Guess what? I think she also fucked your brother, too. <laughs> and now you guys double team You go, Mr. President. You get what's coming to you sooner or later. That's not what this country could do for you. I want you to ask what this pussy could do for you. Because you know why? Because you're not getting none. The only thing you have to fear is you not getting any more of this. <laughs> you want us to get to the moon in 10 years you're about to get in 5 minutes because I'm about to beat your ass knock you to the moon JFK stick your president <laughs> know who I am I'm your wife I'm the first lady <laughs> 
I'm Jackie. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I know people, too. When you going to Dallas? <laughs> oh, too soon? <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> All right, and I got the other article I had, and I, I'll be honest, I'll probably throw it away. Um, it's the people, uh, we call it actors who pass on starring in Die Hard. That's all. <laughs> right. Like I said, it's, it's a, yeah. like I said, I might toss that. That's a, that's a filler episode. And I got nothing else, but you want to hear the people who, you know, said they were, who didn't star in there? We also didn't talk about the fact that James Conn passed away. Yeah. <laughs> Not the. And the show on a down note. <laughs> you know, Sean, bring more yuck yuck jokes in about the assassination of a president back in the 60s. <laughs> That's the first real drive by. <laughs> Except he was driving by. I get it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <sighs> All right, folks, that's it. It finally, it just put his head down in shame because now what I just said just sunk in. It was was a (laughs) drive-by. Terrible. Yeah, because there was was three people who died. I can't think of the other two. James Conn dies, and somebody died before Conn. Before Jimmy Conn died, and it was another big actor. Oh, yeah, it was. Shit. Um... (laughs) Because it's like you, they die in threes, and you go, you go, who the third one was? It was real quick too. It was like this person, um, um, oh, oh, oh. But for the third one, you're going, really him? <laughs> the guy from F Troop, died. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right you pointed that one. It was the guy from F Troop going, he died like with ninety nine. Yeah. In, in his late nineties, I'm going. All right, well, I mean, he lived. I a good mean, life. that was a good life. I mean, F Troop was uh, a, a cultural icon at the time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Famous people who have died in 2022. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, Ivana Trump just passed away. Yeah. She fell down at Slay Stairs. Uh, it, was, it was deemed an accident, by yeah. the way. Just going to say there. Um, Ray Liotta. That was it. Okay. Ray Liotta. Because um, you go Ray Liotta, you go. Um, what do you call it? Um, um, what's his face? Tony, not Tony. Um, Paulie Walnuts. Paulie Walnuts. He passed away. Yeah. Um, I don't know who that guy is. James Kahn. Uh, and Margaret Keene. Oh, she's the, the the paintings of Margaret Keene are referred to Big Eyes Waves. Huh. Huh. Okay. Um, Mary Mara. Nope. Nope. Uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah. That's it. That, yeah, was, that, that was the one. Yeah, that was those the big are the, one. the big ones. That, you go for Ray Liotta. Right. <laughs> James Caan yeah and then Larry Sturge and Larry Sturge are going okay I mean someone got I mean you're going oh that hurt that hurt woo but then you lose Paulie Walnuts you're going yeah fuck fuck, there it is there you got me on that one Son you, of a bitch. You kind of... You kind of... You bobbed and weaved. You and weave for Larry Stewart. And then also Polly Walnuts. Bam! You're right. like, oh, man. Right. Ah, face. Son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, Polly Walnuts. That hurt a little. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, there you have it. Uh, I got no laughs there for that one. Like, yeah, famous people passed away, too. Let's end the show on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yuck, yuck, yuck. All right, folks. 
based upon the time on the wall? You guys been listening to Geeksters. <laughs> Holy shit. Surprise. Surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> You're welcome. That's all I got to say, really. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, I can't at this point fathom the idea that you have not listened to this long and have not gone to our website, Facebook, uh, or Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and have given us a like. Or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Um, of course, as always... If you'd like to contact Ed about anything, anything at all, really, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior! That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! Oh, no, you didn't.